0: I'll fix that later. Okay, right, So, SportsGube75, welcome, everybody. This is Francisco with my good buddies, Andrew and Charles. What's up, guys? Howdy. Hello. Ah, oh, So, it's been quite a day, it's been quite a weekend in sports. Things have happened. Things are happening today. Got two Eastern Conference games for NHL and NBA. Andrews Lightning could make it to the Stanley Cup Final tonight. And Charles and my Miami Heat are currently battling the Boston Celtics right now. And uh, it's a bit of a slow start, so hopefully they'll wake up and get it together. Oh, well, stuff has happened, guys. Uh, gosh, we got baseball, we got football back. I mean, we got we we have all the four sports, moving, happening. And I'm excited. It's it's been quite a few months, and now we're at a point where things are still strange, but there's stuff to look forward to, stuff to be excited about, uh, and be angry about at the same time. Um, hmm. Where shall we start? I mean, we have different segments. We have different
1: things. I, I mean, well, if you're talking about angry, we always have to go to the center of our anger, and I think a Gottlieb Goon oh, might you, be a you, good
0: transition. You want to air some grievances, then? Oh yeah,
2: I, I, I think uh, before we get started, I think we have one communal goon, and then I have an additional one as well. Oh, oh yeah. So we'll we'll start with our communal goon. All right. I'm, I'm sure you guys know who I'm talking about.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, once again, I, I went a little extreme with what I said that this guy should do, and I won't say it here, because it kind of defeats the purpose of the conversation.
1: We just become the bad guys if we state our true opinions.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. So, mm-hmm. So, now, yeah, there, there's the asshole that we're talking about. Skip Bayless. Uh, somebody take it away. I mean, I, just, I, I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's hard for any of us to come up with something. But uh, I've got my dad's calling me. Somebody take it away. <laughs>
1: Andrew, we can join it out a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I to kind of you know piggyback off everything. So those who know Skip Bayless, former ESPN analyst, against uh, with Stephen A. Smith. Now he's over in Fox Sports News with Shannon Sharp. I don't know the name of the show because I don't watch it because Skip Bayless is not who you want to watch yourself about sports. I think aside from being picked last in P.E., that's about the most contribution that he ever did in sports aside from doing a pickup game on the ballpark against some random six-year-old who has some weight issues and has nowhere near the hand capacity to dribble a basketball. Needless to say, Dak <clears throat> Prescott came out um, in an interview over the weekend saying that he was struggling with depression over the death of his brother. And for those who don't know, Skip Bayless is a Cowboys fan, if I'm not mistaken. I know he's a San Antonio Spurs fan as well. And so, what, Skip essentially, for a better part of it, basically kind of pulled the old 1950s suck it up man and go play football mentality. Would you agree with me on that one? I'd say so. I'm trying to get the exact quote of what he said, but needless to say, it's people like him that really makes you want to do shows like we do, oh, yeah. where someone comes in with an obvious agenda, having no experience at all. Like, what, what do you guys think throwing the pigskin is to Skip Bayless? It's probably just throwing in some dead pig that he slaughtered in the background because uh, he's probably a sociopath and enjoys it. I mean, yeah. You're going to go and talk against the most humble, likable young man ever in Cowboys history? I, I, I don't think it's Dak Prescott. Because, you know, in sports world, we hate Tom Brady universally, right? You know, that's just one of those things. We always kind of hate Jay Cutler. It, it's just a thing. But no one really goes and says, I hate Dak Prescott. Hell, I think Giants fans are like, I kind of like him as well. And then you got this guy, Skip Classless, because I'm going to be cheesy with puns, quoting and i got the quote i want to get your guys talk on this he's the quarterback of america's team the sport that he plays is dog eat dog not true it is no compassion that's a lie what is everything about the black Lives movement that they're doing right now no quarter given on the football field if you reveal publicly any little weakness it can affect your team's ability to believe in you in the toughest spot and i think that's such a I don't even say it's outdated because we know that's a current mind process to the people who are terrified of admitting any kind of mental health or societal pressures or any internal issues, but I think it's just such a wallpaper-paced answer that you have to give just to cause controversy against somebody, especially since Skip Bayless is known for basically attacking human beings that he would never say half the stuff to their face without the consequence of getting punched. You want to think he tells Brandon Marshall, who has known to have... What is it? Uh, Dissociative Bra- Identity Disorder? Yeah, or Br- Brandon Marshall Bipolar been, issue, forgive me, it's been years I mean, yeah, since he's, I've talked about Brandon Marshall, but if he yeah. was Going through stuff, you're going to call him weak? You're going to yeah. call Jay Cutler when he had he's he diagnosed With diabetes? You're call him weak For not dealing with the pressure? So a guy opens up About his brother, of all people Dying, and you don't think he's Allowed to be sad? What did you do, Skip? Did you dance the river dance when your mother or Father or anybody in your family died? So I think it's just kind of classless, it's kind of It just makes you wonder how do these people Mm -hmm. still survive and exist, and why hasn't there been any action? And listen, if he even did any kind of apology, it's fake. I believe that when you're having these hot takes, it's really a representation of who you are. That's why the three of us are, in a way, aware of the accountability and the actions of anything that we say. And I don't mince my words. I, I own up to half the goofy stuff that I say. But we know it's a gimmick at the end of the day. For him, it's really a a cause of life, and it's so weird that he would do it to somebody who is very humble. Yes, he wants to become a $40 million man. I want to be a $40 million man, but I was born 5'7 with an arm of a noodle, so that's <laughs> where life leads me. <laughs> but how are you going to kind of say you're weaker, this and this and this, where I think there's a lot of personal touch. I think that's a relatability to anybody in football, no matter what fandom you come from, casual or diehard, only like to have Dak Prescott because you're a gambling addict on fantasy football. I think anybody can understand the concept of you're sad because a family member's gone. You're having a tough time. And that's mm-hmm. why some athletes have been kind of afraid to even come out there say they have mental health issues because Kevin Love last year with the Cavaliers – Try to over in Basketball World, and everybody kind of pooed on it a little bit. Granted, I don't think he had the right support system because, let's be honest here, not to transition to a different thought process, but the Cavaliers also do not have a good support system as an organization. But that would also be venture to. The Cowboys don't have one either, because if you have your African-American players who are trying to do something with Black Lives Movement have a message, and you have Jerry Jones, who's awfully silent, on a lot of things, and basically have put that down, you better not kneel on uh, the National Anthem, but that's a different story for a different day, but I, I get it why Skip would think it's gotcha journalism. I'm surprised that Shannon Sharp didn't slap him in the face. Yeah. Um, But yet, at the end of the day, I just don't get why, even if you like him, even if you like his stories and ideals, why are we going to make him just regulate to just the bare bones of what he does, which is screamy, angry, I know what I'm talking about, even though I never played a game in my life, really. So that's just my take on him as the community goon.
0: Ah. Uh. Good job. Um, all right. Uh, so. uh, can
2: you hear me, Charles? Yes, can you can hear me. Can you guys hear I me? I can hear you, but I can't hear Francisco.
1: Okay, so we're going to close it out. Did we have the ultimate goof where <laughs> I said something and then he just disappeared?
2: Quite possibly. Yeah.
1: Sorry, he messaged us in the chat. Yeah. Can you guys hear me? No. Yes. Closing. Hold on. Charles.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm just, just. Yeah. You guys. Are, I'm just gonna silence you guys. I'm the only one talking now. I'm gonna jump back in real quick. Gosh, This is the last time we're using Facebook on this. They keep changing stuff on it. We're gonna switch to a different program. Uh, with, with okay. Can you guys he hear me it. now? All right. He's he's back in. Uh, yeah. So this is the last back. time. This is the last time we're using Facebook. All right. I've made the, the executive decision. <laughs> all right. I, I'm sick of this. It's it's it's, it's not working.
1: Uh i'm sure you can hear part. us so yeah. okay thank ste- you bu for telling us
0: yeah i step away for five seconds and oh you don't have to, okay yeah, you go yeah yeah exactly well I, I i mute my mic and it's completely muted for you guys for some reason uh, Oh, boy. anyways uh um, you know okay that was my dad uh, just as an aside here you know how well my dad knows me so right. i guess there's like a cousin of mine and he's like, do you know anybody who has a Nintendo Switch? And he's like, he just, my dad calls me immediately. And he's like, he wants to play Switch with you. I'm like, I'm doing my show. I'll, I'll get back to him in like three hours. <laughs> we'll play Mario Kart.
2: I love my dad. Oh, and while I'm thinking about it, welcome to the show, BU. Nice to see you as always. Our honorary fourth member.
0: Uh, yeah. And I bet he, he hates Your Skip hatred Bayless
2: too. Skip Bayless disappears now because oh, i don't i don't oh. know
1: if it was head or said or not if it was heard oh no so everything now... everything that you said was heard oh all right, you know what f you skip <laughs> you can't see me but i'm doing the proverbial grabbing my crotch right uh,
2: here oh man uh, charles you kind of said all that i was going to say so yeah he heard the whole thing excellent yeah it is recorded for all posterity um Um, you guys just couldn't hear each other. Well, I could hear Charles. I just couldn't hear Francisco. Aren't we just so
1: well prepared? Remember that episode of South Park when uh, everybody thinks Cartman's dead? And he's like, (laughs) Can you feel me, Clyde? Can you feel me? (laughs) That was literally me and Andrew just trying to figure it out. Uh, Oh, man. Andrew,
0: I think you're right. I I think people have said what they needed to say. I don't want to keep more... I don't want to keep the limelight on this asshole yeah. as much as we already have. So, you have your own goon, right? separately from this,
2: correct. Um, I had a, I had a third, I had another goon on top of that. But I'm going to leave that because uh, that may or may not be controversial. But the one I'm going to mention is really controversial, oh. or is not controversial at all. So, um. This fellow's name is Dan McNeil. He was a radio host with 670 The Score in Chicago. Um, Background here, Maria Taylor is a reporter at ESPN, and she's um, been there for six years. She's best known right now for her sideline coverage of college football, usually the, um, the game of the week that uh, ESPN broadcasts um, College Game Day from or whatever. It's She's part of their A crew along with um, Chris Fowler and Kirk Her- Herbstreet.
3: She
2: hmm. does um, College Game Day every week along with uh, Lee Corso, David Pollack. Uh, uh, shit, I forget his name. But um, yeah. But y- you get my point. Um... So she had her debut last night as a sideline reporter on Monday Night Football, and that is a huge accomplishment for her, for anybody. Um, and this asshole, Dan McNeil, decided to be a prick and tweeted, she was wearing something, you know, it's not a typical outfit that you would see, but you know, I thought it was nice, kind of looked like a leather jacket almost. Uh, it, was, it was a nice, uh, you can probably pull it up if you want to, Francisco, but I thought she looked lovely. Um, but this guy, McNeil, tweeted um, NFL sideline reporter or host for the AZN annual awards presentation. Yep. So, AVN, for those who don't know, and I'm not going to dive into the nitty-gritty of it because... Let's go to
0: the AVN website. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
2: No, no, no. <laughs> don't do it. I swear. Don't do it. Do not do it. Anyway, the AVN are basically the Oscars of pornography. Yeah. Seriously, Francisco, I will shoot you if you go to their website. <laughs> Here at
1: Sports Goose, Charles supports the AVN. I mean, we're not on YouTube for
0: the. We're still not on YouTube for the next three months. I can do whatever the hell I want.
1: <laughs> and we give you a round of applause.
0: FCC, I don't and give the a five damn.
1: knuckle shuffle for our appreciation.
2: <laughs> so anyway, the AVN Awards, uh, like I said, kind of like the Oscars of pornography. I'll leave it at that. But, dude, McNeil, what a prick! Um, Prick. Maria, Maria Taylor she's awesome. This is her response tweet. Well, Danny Dearest, if you would like me to continue making sex if you would like to continue making sexist comments about me, please bring your misogyny with you to the NBA NBA countdown doubleheader I'll be hosting tomorrow night. Hey ladies, remember you can wear whatever you feel confident in. Damn right. Damn right. Damn straight, Maria. Hell yeah. So, uh, good news is uh, he has he did not issue an apology. He deleted the tweet after thirty minutes, but thankfully, six seventy did the right thing, and they can disaster.
0: So, uh, thirty years yeah. on that radio station, or at least in, in radio.
1: How many awkward conversations do you think he had with some young intern? A closed office creeper. Uh, uh, well, I'll fit.
0: Oh, Yeah, you said it. That's for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh man,
2: good By one, anyway, Andrew. That, that's my my brief goon. Um, you know, I'll, I'll leave. An, I'll leave the other for. I'll leave that on the cutting room floor. Um, but yeah, McNeil, you're an asshole. Thank God you <laughs> lost your job. Okay. That's all I have
0: to say about that.
2: A-
1: any other goons while we're still here? I have one. It could be very personal to you, Francisco. I'm sorry.
0: Ah. Uh, all right.
1: Florida State University. Ah, <laughs> go and, <gold>, <laughs> uh, and there's you can uh, contribute, so, but
0: social distancing you.
1: Yeah. So, as you guys know, Charles is very anti-sports during COVID, right? Because the idea of putting yourself at risk, like everybody else in this world, we're putting ourselves at risk for money. In the professional world, at least there's provisions for opting out, and there's no punishments. Really, when you think about it, NFL, you, depending on the guaranteed money that you're getting, you get a cool what, 150 or 300 thousand dollars. NBA did their whole thing with respect, to everybody. You're not being like uh, Daniel House who's just bringing some girl that was churning the churros over in Disney World to the house. <laughs> you know, Danny, boy, my God, man, you could be a goon too. I thought we'd learn it from this with Lou Williams. But apparently the girl who was dressed as Belle was really cute. Um, but then we get – I have a very punch out for the, the the college football because these kids, or college sports in general, they, they don't have a union really to back them up. They're kind of like arm-twisted, very hardcore. It's damn near indentured servitude. And there's nothing that really kind of raises your eyebrows and screams, we don't care about the people's lives at risk as much as we make a dime, than seeing players out there against playing badly, mind you. What the hell, Francisco? (laughs) Um, It's the
0: second half, baby. That's when we stop showing up. Oh, yeah.
1: With Mike Norvell looking like he's already in the Aaron Boone mentality, like, we got talent all around us. I'm going to sip on this Mai Tai. Was it Doe Campbell Stadium's name of it? It's really just packed. Everybody's just, you know, all next to other without the protective gear. And whether or not you believe that Corona is a... Or whatever the hell you call it, CV is a... Um, a hoax or not the worst thing, all this other stuff. It's like sunburn. I don't like it, so I put a little sunscreen on my face, right? It can give me skin cancer, or it can just really hurt and make me tender, and Charles is a vampire. But... Everybody's all grouped up together, spinning up a lot, you know, being all happy that they can all get around and go risk their lives just to see the, uh, the Seminoles just it up really hardcore. And it really kind of rings true to how you really don't care as a university and you've been propelling lies saying you're going to go bankrupt to Florida State University, just like Bama, just like Clemson, just like LSU. Chances are you probably have the funds to survive for a long time, especially with your boosters out there spending money and contributing for you. You barely making it to a playoff berth at the, you know, the direct Condom um, Bowl is not <laughs> going to be something that is going to make any difference. So stop screwing the kids with no loop because you're putting these players at risk at the end of the day. And that coordinates to um, uh, Mike Ode or whatever his name, Odron. You know, in LSU, you say, well, guys, I'll probably have corona. (laughs) So if all these people have corona, and you know that there's risk conditions of the heart and of their body, why are you, one, putting your patrons at risk? I understand the whole independent theme, but, you know, there's that old phrase of uh, no tiki, no laundry. The same thing kind of applies to even a college football. It's not like there's a gun to that. You're your own establishment. Last time I checked, not every school offers a football program, so stop lying to us. And stop also making it seem like you are the end-all, be-all of college football and the experience, because just like the Hurricanes are sucking, you guys are sucking too. But stop putting your students at risk, because that's also who you're kind of putting at risk. You're not putting regular patrons. It's not like I go to Walmart and I assume the risk. You're inviting the danger, and I understand we're going to go bring out the Cardozo and me, speaking to you, we're risking risk-imports mm-hmm. relation but you also need to be aware that you know these kids are young and impressionable, so if they're looking for the college experience, you're telling them everything's going to be fine, and you have this open invitation, they might not be knowing what they're doing. They're willing to sign on a dotted line without reading that contract. What is the impact that you're having? Because you have literally no liability, to my knowledge, and also you're forcing these students who are you know maybe don't want to play, have to play for... You know, the peanut gallery. And also, let's be fair, too, I don't think you give them much of a choice to say they want to opt out because of their concerns about the the CV. You're a liar if you say that will protect them. I don't think you will. I think you'll revoke their scholarships. I think you'll tell them to pay you back money. I think you'll tell them that, hey, we're going to have to redshirt you, but you have to play another year and you can't transfer out the portal. So, everything about UFSU, including losing to a crappy team, yeah, not a big fan. I don't hate the school, but I hate the school people who are running the school right now. So those are my goons.
0: All right. Yeah. No, uh, I. I uh, my 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 bachelor's degree lost a lot of points on Saturday. So <laughs> like it just became very. It just the 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 value of it just tanked.
1: But let's ask you this on a rural perspective because you went there, right? You spend good fortune of your time there. Hmm. F- shoes on the other foot. You're at this person. Now, how are you feeling as a student as a young – how old were you when you went? Not oh, the age. I, I was 30.
0: an older student because I went to okay. to community college.
1: Well, still, but you're still in maybe early 20 groups. Yeah, so if you see 20s. this, you as a student, how are you feeling knowing that this is what you said? all for golf I, football. I
0: mean uh, – I mean, she's asking – Look, I mean, I'm already responsible enough as it is. I mean, I probably would have been like, you know, hey, I wouldn't I probably wouldn't have gone to the game, to be honest. Um, But it's uh, I know the exact mindset of the people that did go to the game. Uh, Listen, you guys remember when Corona Verse came out and we had the spring breakers out in Panama City and wherever the hell else. And you had that one dude from, like, Ohio. If I get Corona, I'll get Corona, you know? Yeah. It, nothing has changed. You're going to have those dudes and dudettes. So, I don't know what the universities can do other than, I mean, FSU says they're going to, I think they have, like, a couple weeks before their next home game. They're going to try and, you know, hunker down on that, which I don't know how they're going to do that. Uh, my, my guess would be, uh, I would, I guess in, as a punishment in some sort of way, just reduce capacity. It was like, you know what? We're only allowing like a thousand people to come in and most likely they're just going to be season ticket holders, you know, which I think, cause I, I get the student section, but students ain't paying money for that. There's... Well,
2: in a way they kind of
0: are if you ah, think about tuition, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So what? <laughs> The tuition's already been paid. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, well, they screwed up. So yes, that's what did. it is. All right. So that's it. Uh, that's, all the goons.
2: that's all well, I got. For the goods. Well, the goods were done. But I'd like. I have a um, a hero of the week that I'd like to. The real MVP. Myself. Real MVP is always good. Real MVP. Um, and this is actually a couple of weeks old. I'm a bit delayed. He'd coming back. Excellent. I see that. Um, so, well, first off, here of the week I sh- is, and I should have mentioned this last week, but I didn't think of it. Of course, uh, a few days ago was the 19th anniversary of 9-11, so... Of course, I would be remiss if I didn't give a shout-out, a, a real MVP to all the men and women first responders who died on that day or have since suffered, uh, whether or not they've suffered health issues, all of them um, deserve our eternal thanks, um, much appreciation to them. Uh, one person in particular, because he uh, kind of, uh, he, his, a couple of UCF students did this amazing thing in 2011. I remember it happening. It was one of my favorite moments as a student. <clears throat> we happened to be playing Boston College on September 10th, 2011, so the day before the 10th anniversary. And a couple of students heard about a man named Wells Crowler, who uh, was a Boston College alum. Who He didn't play football, but he played lacrosse. And his signature thing, if you will, is he always wore a red bandana when he played, um, when he went to the office, whatever. That was his thing. And people remembered... Um, he unfortunately uh, was killed in one of the towers when it collapsed, and people remember he. You know, he was a civilian. He wasn't a firefighter or anything, uh, first responder or anything. He he was just working up in that office. But what he was doing the whole time was helping people evacuate, uh, bringing getting them out of the building, and people recall seeing a man wearing a red bandana helping them out of the building. So what UCF these uh, two students did was they encouraged everyone to wear a red bandana to the game. And it was the most amazing sight. Um, There was an article in the Orlando Sentinel back then which said that red looks I'm paraphrasing, was red w- looks really good with black and gold today. And, you know, it was over 40,000 people. It uh, was, was and still is one of the highest attended games at what is now known as the Bright House, as uh, Bounce House. Um, and almost everybody was wearing a red bandana. Um, Stores at Walmart's any stores within probably a 20 mile radius from UCF were completely sold out of red bandanas at least a week before the game. And it was such a moving event to be a part of. I think I still have the red bandana somewhere. Um, but it was just such an amazing moment. Um, you know, I'll never forget it. And it was a great way to honor. A man who happened to go to Boston College, um, but also kind of in a a roundabout way of honoring everyone who was involved in 9 11. So that was kind of, that was just kind of spur of the moment to be honest, uh, thinking about that. But the, One that I initially started with wanting to do is the Ireland lacrosse team. I know this is kind of a real random jump um, and not really a pretty hard segue, but... The uh, Irish lacrosse team? Ireland lacrosse. Um, So they qualified... For the World Games, which I believe is kind of the lacrosse Olympics, if you will, lacrosse World Cup, they only have eight teams. Um, And what happened was, initially, the Iroquois Nationals, which is based out of the United States, but again, under federal law, as you guys will probably know, the... And I'm using the official t- government term here. Indian uh, Indian reservations are, in a sense, their own country. So, World Games or Olympics Junior? Got it. Thank you. Bu. Always, I swear, he's like the fourth. He's like the fourth goof. That That's why we say it. The him honor and Freddie him. are like the fourth goof. Um, kind of like George Martin was the fifth Beatle. Bu and Freddie are the fourth goofs. Um, so initially the Iroquois nation, which bear in mind, it was, I believe it was the Iroquois, but I could be wrong, um, the Iroquois invented lacrosse, or the, the precursor to lacrosse. So, it was seen as, um, kind of disrespectful and somewhat insane for that team to not be eligible to even play. So, after the fact, after all of these teams um, had qualified, because it was an 18 tournament, one of which was Ireland, um, once the decision came down that yes, in fact, the Iroquois are eligible, Ireland said, we are voluntarily giving up our spot to the Iroquois Nationals. And awesome, awesome, awesome moment. Um, Ireland being a real MVP there. um, Let's all have a drink. (laughs) So, yeah, props to to Ireland for, I'm sure, they didn't do that lightly. You know, it, it takes... I, if, it is, if it is the Olympics Junior, um, they're credited with it by World Lacrosse anyway. Yeah. Well, they may be credited with it, but you know they're not, they're not going over to Birmingham, Alabama to be playing it in 2022. So, you know, that's awesome for them. You know, that is a, a great moment and support for Ireland Lacrosse. And the Iroquois nationals is through the roof, nice. uh, which is great because I love lacrosse, believe it or not. Um, it's it's kind of an under uh, underappreciated sport really. Um, so yeah it's 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 awesome that that they did that um, you know i can I can't wait to see the Iroquois nationals playing in twenty twenty two you know, I didn't even know that the World Games were a thing, but now not only do I know that they exist, but I'm going to be watching to see the Iroquois Nationals in All a couple right. of years.
0: Okay. Okay, so I do have a real MVP since uh, Andrew has taken us this way. So let's uh, let's go to our our good old friendly website, Twitter. Twitter. where everybody can have an inte- intelligent conversation. All right. So, my real MVP are Los Angeles Dodgers fans. So, as you guys may or may not have known the Houston Astros have made their first trip back to Los Angeles since the cheating scandal unfolded this past weekend. And although Major League Baseball fans are not allowed to attend games this season, Los Angeles Dodgers fans were not about to let that stop them from making the Astros trip to back to LA a living nightmare. Have you guys seen what the, what the Dodgers fans have done over the course of, 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 uh, of the past few days?
1: All I know is the Joe Kelly mural, and I think that was before the weekend.
0: Okay, so we have the Joe Kelly mural, which, uh, yes... Uh, Charles was, uh, I don't know what part of L.A., but uh, people are lining up to take photos with it in L.A. I hope they're socially distancing and have masks on while they're doing it, but it, people have uh, been doing that. Um, <laughs> Joe Kelly passed by it and gave a thumbs up, which is great. I mean, this guy has been... I, I don't know how many jerseys and shirts have been sold of, of, of Joe Kelly, but I bet it's been a ton this season. Uh, and, yeah, there's the continuing with the lines outside uh, with the mural. Um, and the Astros came on over, and these people were waiting at the gate of Dodger Stadium where the Astros team bus was going to pass by and were ready to berate them. As loud as they could with all kinds of signs, flipping them the bird, cursing at them, trash cans all over the place. It was magical. Uh, during the game, there were there were signs uh, being flown above Dodger Stadium uh, with several different slogans on here. We got Houston cheats, bang, bang. Huh. That's, a, that's a nice one there uh as you can see there's there's uh, clear photos of those i think it was a th- i believe it was a three game series between the dodgers and the astros and i believe the dodgers took two of the three um of course we see their embarrassments during the games but uh there the, yeah the joe kelly mural out there uh the dodgers television broadcast is highlighting it and there, there's no, uh, yeah, there's Joe Kelly taking a photo of it, uh, with it in a Kobe Bryant Jersey man has embraced LA. That's for sure. Uh, during the, the, the game, the Dodgers organist played, I saw the sign when the Astros were coming up to bat.
1: That's fantastic. Uh,
0: he played something else too, yes, right? Yes. Well, uh, bang, bang. Was also played before the Astros took the field. That's uh, Ariana Grande. So that's that's another one. You had this lady dressed up as the Shame Lady from Game of Thrones. As the 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 Astros are pulling up to the gate at Dodger Stadium, uh, some more of the signs out here on the airplanes. Steal this sign, Astros. <laughs> and uh, the O in Astros is an asterisk. So that's, that's just beautiful. Uh, let's see. As you can see the, the plane taking off for Dodger Stadium there. I mean, this was a coordinated effort, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful sight to see. I mean, even, look, it, and it's been all season. Broadcasters from teams that are not even related, that aren't even facing the Dodgers, are making jokes about it. You uh, mean um, the Astros? So, I mean, look at this: uh, the Astros sent a decoy bus just to avoid these people. I, I, I don't think. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I've. I don't know if that's happened in college football or in the NFL. I'm not even sure. Um, but it's great. This was a great concerted effort by these teams, and uh, real MVP man, Los Angeles Dodgers fans and staff.
2: <laughs> it's and got, all of this could have been avoided if Manfred grew a, had a pair, yeah. grew a pair, mm-hmm. and took uh, took the uh, the World Series away from them. That hunk of metal. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I think they would still get that. Um... That it poo-poo. wouldn't be
2: this bad. Exactly.
1: Uh, I, I think that I think they get that same poo-poo, man.
0: Uh, maybe for like a season, but at the very least, it would be vacated, and and people would be like, "Oh, I mean, you guys can celebrate your 2017 American League Championship, even though Yankees fans won't let you hear the end of it." Never, ever. <laughs> 2017,
1: uh, 2018 for the Sox, and then 2019 just go into the ALCS.
0: Man, all right. So if there's no other MVPs, I got nobody. All right, so good. Uh, we can talk about baseball now. Why not? We're here. Sure. Uh, all right, guys, playoff races. It's getting it's getting steamy out here, man. It's getting hot. There are. I mean, this is this is a legit playoff race, guys. My Miami Marlins, and I've told you guys. <laughs> The Marlins last went to the playoffs in 2003. I was 16 years old. That was half my life ago. All right. I was playing F Zero GX on my GameCube that I got for my birthday that year. I. I like, you guys don't know. You guys just don't know. <laughs> it's. I, I, I. There's a magic number now. I haven't seen that in forever. Um, I, I'm kind of nostalgic Because uh, it's, it's been so long I don't know I, I'm so nervous for games uh, Even now it's still nothing Nothing between the, the The fish and the Red Sox And I just want them to beat their skulls in uh, Along with the heat Today because the Sure as hell the Dolphins didn't do it this weekend Um And we'll get to them later Dolphins are terrible Um at least Ryan Fitzpatrick is. Uh, so it, I they took 5 of 7 from the Philadelphia Phillies, another Philadelphia team that is fraudulent. Frauds. They may not even re-sign JT Realmuto. Trash. Which, which would be the ultimate the ultimate fail, and that's fail with a PH. Because they traded away Jorge Alfaro, the Marlins' current catcher, and Sixto Sanchez, who Pedro Martinez has dubbed the next him, for JT Riumuto, and he may not even re-sign there. He may go someplace else. I don't know. Do you think the Yankees would throw stupid money at him, Charles? Um, I, I have no idea. I mean,
1: since Gary Sanchez is probably going to be gone. Yeah, I, that's I, what I'm thinking. Why not? Because I, I think Riumuto, not to steal away from him, but it's not like he's done fantastic. Uh, but it's not like he's done terrible i know he was an all-star alternate yet last he's year the but best you know catcher my in baseball <laughs> right the now moment. yeah exactly
0: yeah. i mean you could pay i could say a five five-year contract
1: for him but what's I mean. the market for a catcher that's such a hard thing to attest to because he's not a bomber but I, he is he bilingual because if he does, I think he'll work with. Um, I mean, he played someone. in
0: Miami for quite a bit. Uh, I don't, yeah, sure. but if
1: we if we bring over any overseas guys, I don't. I think Domir German uh, is not as fluent, so maybe that helps him out a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, because sometimes you need the right guys. That's the problem with uh, Gary. He didn't vibe with CC last year, if I remember mm. correctly. So you know, you have to kind of like you know go from there. Um, anyway continue
0: Uh, all right so we've got the postseason standings let's take a look at them the Tampa Bay Rays are still atop the American League East at three and a half games above the Buffalo Blue Jays who are in second place so those are the first top two spots there the AL Central you got the White Sox who are just still killing it a great story the best team in the American League right now uh, which they haven't been since 2005, which is when they last won the World Series. Minnesota Twins behind them two games back. Then you have the Oakland A's, who are stretching out that lead over the the Houston Trash Stros. Six and a half games back of them. Then you got the Wild Cards. You got the New York Yankees, who are st- sitting a half game back of the Blue Jays for that second place spot in the East. And then you have the Cleveland Indians. Uh, 26 and 21, uh, five games back of the White Sox. But we got we got a dark horse, guys. A dark horse that I think we all should be throwing our weight behind. The Seattle Mariners. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you know why? That second place spot in the American League West. Yeah. The Houston You're Astros right. are hanging just. On to that spot. They're currently one and a half games. Ahead of Seattle. I think if we all just believe. Just like at the end of Paper Mario. If we all just believe. We can will the Seattle Mariners. To take that spot. But I'll get to that later. In case. Because we have the other. uh, Some news that came out today. About the playoff system for baseball. And what's going to go down. And I'll get to the. The, the possibilities that would be also juicy in this 2020 season. On to the National League. You have the Atlanta Braves only two and a half games ahead of the Marlins. I know it would be a long shot. I know it would be a miracle, but God damn it, guys. I want that fucking National League East title.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let me, let me uh, for those who are watching and don't know the background here, so the Marlins have made the postseason twice. They've won the World Series both times. But each time they came in as the wild cards. So they have never won their division.
0: And it didn't matter either way. But it would still be a nice little banner that we could hang at Marlins Park. And I'll In a new
2: updated way that you suggested.
0: Exactly. Uh, because I hate the Atlanta Braves. Um, because they they'll just choke away the 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 playoffs in October anyways. So why why even give them a, a title or a banner to to show off for that? I mean, could you imagine the Marlins basically their entire team is devastated by the virus and then they win the frickin' division? Man, what a choke job by Atlanta, Philadelphia. I don't know who the hell thought the New York Mets would would compete, but sure. Um. Because uh, they they're wasting away. I I realize Jacob Degrom is like, like thirty or thirty one years old. I didn't realize that the Mets had already wasted his prime. That's but you know what? Whatever. Um, him
1: Wheeler. Uh, um, yeah, Wheeler went off. Harvey.
0: To oh, do you have? You know what happened to Zach Wheeler? He, Did he uh, hurt himself. He hurt himself. He hurt, I think he ripped out his his fingernail.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: Um, yeah. Putting on his pants, sure, sure. like he got it caught in the zipper or something. So I
1: mean, that's that's something about Mary, except without the uh, foreskin being ripped. Ooh, yeah. So,
0: uh, and then the Washington Nationals are not defending their national their or the World Series championship this season. So I guess they'll they'll just take a break for this year and come back next year. Chicago Cubs, first place, four games ahead of the St. Louis Cardinals, who were also hit by the virus and are hanging in there. The Cincinnati Reds are only a couple games or one and a half games back and the Brewers are still fighting there. But it's kind of a mediocre-ish central behind the Cubs. Then you have the L.A. Dodgers, who are only one and a half games ahead of the San Diego Padres. We thought the Dodgers were going to run away with the West. Padres have won eight games in a row. They're facing them head-on most recently. And who knows, the Padres may, they may just take the West. And then you have the San Francisco Giants uh, fighting for, uh, you have the postseason, the wild card spots right now being held by the Phillies and the Giants at the moment. So it's going to come down to the wire. Not a lot of teams are out of it. Even the Rockies are still in it here. Uh, even the Mets are still in it too i mean the nationals could theoretically come back if they have like a super good week uh and it's it's going to be crazy and and the crazy thing about this guys is the postseason scenario now so major league baseball is going to do bubbles uh, kind of akin to what the nhl did have you guys seen this 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 plan
1: yes. they're gonna uh, do it in texas
0: Yes, you got two locations, two states really. Uh, You got uh, two states really, and then four locations. You got Texas and California. So, starting off, the American League will be playing in California. The two National League parks, Petco Park in San Diego, Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. Then the National League teams will be playing at uh, the Minute Maid Park in Houston and Globe Life, uh, Globe Life, whatever the hell it is, are in Arlington, uh, Home Depot Stadium, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I, I, I said to you guys and I posted it on our on our Twitter, there's a like there's a there's a sliver of a chance if things don't go the way that the Dodgers believe but there's a chance that the Los Angeles Dodgers could be playing a playoff game in Houston, Texas and there's a chance that the Houston Astros could be playing playoff games in Los Angeles I would love it I would love that
2: would be incredible
0: it would be so much fun. Could you imagine all the airplane signs? Before every, I, they, it wouldn't matter who they're. Fa- they could be facing the freaking Yankees, and people would be cheering for the Astros. That I it, we it, it is. I, I don't even know how the Dodgers would be treated in Houston. I would assume they'd come, I, and I guess with like crybaby emojis and all kinds of memes at them. Uh. Uh, as they're leaving the team hotel and entering Minute Maid Park. I could see all that happening, and I kind of want to see it. It would require the Astros to make the playoffs, which I don't want, but I would love to see the, the reaction out of people if it does happen. So that's what's going down with baseball. You got the two-bubble scenario. Uh, and the World Series, in the end, will be played at the new ballpark in Arlington. The ALCS would be at um, at San Diego, at Petco Park. So it's kind of almost sort of like the World Baseball Classic, too, where they have uh, a set number of stadiums. Do you guys – any thoughts on the bubble? You guys think it's a good idea for now?
2: I think it's a, a great idea. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, that, that was always the concern, especially with how many tests have come out. And, like, they want to say false positives. Conspiracy theorist in me says there wasn't a false positive. You just don't want to report the actual player's sick. But you've had multiple games and series be postponed, and, of course, you've had the Yankees be the the uh, the unfortunate people of having to deal with so many damn doubleheaders. But it's going to happen to all those the other teams. So you can't necessarily do that once you get into playoff mode so if you can get players to be accountable, get management to be accountable, get all the other aspects of the team that you bring along, trainers, med staff, all that, to be accountable, it's a great idea. It's worked wonders for basketball, aside from Daniel House, hitting on Bell from Disney, um, bring her to the hotel room. Football to be determined. And it, I, I think it just kind of works well into it. And now we're closer than we were a month and a half ago. When I was like, nah, it's not going to happen. Now you're interested. Now you want to see. So um, I think it's a great idea.
0: Yeah. All righty. So, man, I'm just getting nostalgic, guys. It's been been really – it's been so long. It has been so long since the Mars were in the playoffs. People – and there are people on Twitter that weren't – like they were born – but they were like toddlers or just like little kids when the last time the Marlins made the playoffs. I mean, it, is, it has been a generation of fans that don't know what the hell it's like to see a Marlins playoff game. Um, well, Charles, 55-55 at halftime between the Heat and the Celtics.
1: It. I'll take it. I mean, basketball is a game of runs, and to be this far into the game of it to only be tied up, it is a good start, especially since they were down by 10, but yeah. that's why you can't take much stock. Be concerned about being down by 10 with the final five minutes left of the game. Mm.
0: Okay. Do we have time to do this? I don't think so. I want to do a new game with you guys, but I don't think we have time, so what,
2: what should we do talk we about? Want to, do we just want to do the non-sponsors early? Okay. I could
1: always talk about the Yankees for two minutes and my hatred of Aaron Boone. <laughs> I'm doing it. All right. So, oh, boy. here's Here the go. thing <laughs> God bless the Baltimore Orioles because nothing gets the nasty. T- the Baltimore Orioles is Denny's or IHOP after a night of hard drinking and someone introduced Southern comfort or vodka to me. When you're puking up in the corner wondering why you exist, why you did all this stuff, you contemplate the things that you said, get on the dance floor, thinking that you just could lean back, but you can't even do, you know, uh, Conai Joe. In fact, let's reverse it, because I'll probably be more acting the full dance than Conai Joe than Lean Back, you know. Um, so, anyway, not to get into my Hipponics oh, up in here, um... There was some consistency. There was a good model. It kept us on the right segue. The Baltimore Orioles are not a real team, but yet they crushed the Braves, who are trash last night. But, man, it put us in the right direction. I still hold firm about my hatred of Aaron Boone from last week, where he's just stroking it out, man, saying, I got all this talent. I don't need to manage. I don't need to put out actual lineups. The guys are doing good. Cold job derby update. He's due for four now this season. (laughs) You know, so that's always a segment we can come into. I, and I, I remember I posted on the group chat. I always I, –
0: I, it's not that I love imagining it, but it's <laughs> 2020. I can imagine whatever the hell I want. Um, exactly. But I, I feel like – like I, I always have, like, the scenario where, like, you know, uh, Garakal is, like, done with his start. Like, he gets pulled in, like, the seventh inning. He's like, man, you did a great job. You got, like, ten strikeouts, whatever. Uh, only allowed one – or no no one runs. And he's like, all right, got to head on down. He's waiting for you. And he's like, "Ugh," you know, he puts his glove away. He walks down the corridor into the tunnel, heads on into the training room, and there you are.
1: I keep my glove hand soft for him. (laughs) I'm like Curly from Mice and Men. It's for my liege over there. And look, I don't like it either, but it's part of the contract. It's what Brian Cashman said is necessary. Because here's the thing. When he's on, he's on. He's had two to three bad starts. He's had a little bit of a home run issue, but yet Justin Bernlander had a home run issue, and they gave him damn A.L. AL Cy Young. So I don't want to hear that trash, but we need him to be kind of the model consistency, especially since we might need those seven good innings if we keep playing double headers, but he played out, man, and it's great, and it's trickling out. Masheo Tanaka's doing pretty decent. He had a good rebound. I don't like J.A. Happ on this team, but he played well, so I'm going to give him big ups. And the health is kind of coming back because, yes, we still don't have Judge or Giancarlo, but that that doesn't matter. When you have LeMahieu, Luke is being kind of a monster. Clint Frazier is going to push Gardner out. Gardner, he's got to go, man. He's not doing well. He doesn't have a good batting average. His outfield presence is lanky at this point. And then Glaber Torres is putting up that consistency. So do that does that mean we can contend with everybody? No. Does this mean I still want to go to playoffs? Obviously. But, you know, Aaron, if you hear me, buddy, don't be, you know, Aaron Bum. Be Aaron Boone and prove to me, I got two hands. Once for Garrett Cole already. Show me that you deserve the other one, man. Bring me a title. Oh, boy. bring me a title. All righty. That that was enough. I took us <laughs> straight into the segment. <laughs> All right, let's go to our odd sponsors. We'll just,
0: let's just get there. Let's let's just end on that note and a nice clean uh, break from from the first half of the show. Alright, people, places, things, sponsors uh, You know I, We don't have an actual sponsor this week uh, So uh, until uh, I'll wait for the next indie developer Who knows uh, But We have non-sponsors, things that we've been liking over the last week uh, who, Did I start last time? I think I did So, who wants to start this week?
2: I'll start, why not uh, they... Alright, so uh, My non-sponsor Is Logitech Oh. Yeah. Um, so, Logitech. I mean, they make a lot of consumer electronics, but I, in particular, am giving a shout out to their um, their wireless keyboard and mouse. Um, very versatile, very light, so very um, mobile. Um, it's it's just a nice keyboard. Um, you know, I'm getting it. The, the downside is they have a tendency to break, um, or like in this case, uh, this one that I'm that I have now, it kind of like shuts itself off intermittently. Mm. Um, so I'm getting a new one, but it's cheap to get. Um, so I'll be getting a new one, and I like it. It's Very comfortable to use. It's not very loud. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to remember what the actual model is, but I've used other Logitech models and they're all really good. So, um, actually, one second.
0: You got plenty on here on the screen here. And yeah, I think we've all used the Logitech product at one point or another i think it's like the first one that when you think okay i want to get a wireless uh keyboard you head on over to to office depot or staples whatever it's like yeah i'll I'll pick this one it's whatever and it turns out to be all right you know you know this is it's it's like the the first step above before you become damn freehole is triple x69 you know right So I (laughs) you you get the the the, l the changing led mouse and, and keyboard
2: so I looked for it. I couldn't find it. Um, it's, it's somewhere stored away because I'm using a wired one right now because the other one, like I said, is broken. Um, but who knows? Next week I'll come back and say what the model is. But um, that's my non-sponsor is Logitech. Uh, promo code. Um, non-gamer keyboard.
0: Alrighty. Okay
2: inspired that one, Francisco.
0: Okay. Let's uh let's see. Who wants to go? You're you're up for it, Charles?
1: Yeah, I can go. So my non sponsor is Jurgens for Cold oh, no 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 sorry, alright. Um yeah. so I thought hey, man, I was too quick on the draw, that's what Garrett <laughs> told me. So I'm thirty one years old and nostalgia sometimes weighs heavy on my mind and on my heart. And I wonder what it was to be Along A young little Charles, being a little, you know, hellion, doing good things. I was a good child growing up. As an adult, I became an a-hole, but, you know, all flowers must rot, right? Um, but every now and then, technology is a beautiful thing. It allows us to go back to the sands of time and revisit our youth. But not just one, not just two, but three opportunities. Because September 18th, Super Mario 3D All-Stars is coming out, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And in that package is Super Mario 64, which I remember coming to Florida, seven years old from New York, going to a little equivalent of Rent-A-Center, renting to own our N64, and that already had the preloaded cartridge on there, so there was already some stars earned because there was a display. But so much fun invested, chasing Bowser, going from there. So I get the complete game at reoptimization, Super Mario Sunshine, which... I have never played. It just missed me out on GameCube. And then one of my favorite games, Super Mario Galaxy. I'm talking about, like, top ten games of all time. One and two are just beautiful. Very two is not out there. But I'm 31 years old, gentlemen, and I went to GameStop and I pre-ordered it because apparently there's going to be limited editions of, of quantity being sold. So I'd rather get the physical copy because your boy has no sentimental value. I trade stuff, you know, mm. because if Nintendo's going to give me 30-plus dollars... For I'm sorry, if GameStop's gonna give me thirty plus dollars trade-in value for this stuff. Let's do it because I just recycle it, man. You know, it's not even like getting uh, pre-owned. Would you just say five bucks more? I'm just getting brand new. Just playing games. I'm gonna trade in Linux Awakening*. Fun game, great time. I think it was a non-sponsor for me and you and I were playing and we talked about it. But you know, it's a one-time gameplay. That's it. But here I get three excellent games. Average of each game is about 15 hours without getting all the nooks and crannies. I'm most excited for doing my adventure with. Sunshine, because we never had it. But I'm also very excited going to go into 64 because it's been 23 years playing it. And with Galaxy, it's just like a slice of cheesecake after some ribs and chicken wings. You just want it. You don't need it because it's still fresh on online. But I'm super-duper excited. I'm going to play it because I also have a buttload of PTO that i got to take <laughs> for work before it expires. So I'm like, oh, so I'm just going to take random eight-hour days off guess what I'm going to be doing oh, in sequence as I play a different <laughs> game that will be my non-sponsor next week. So super-duper excited, um, you know, all that fun stuff. Super Mario 3D All-Stars coming out on your Nintendo Switch this Friday. Get it pre-ordered. It's only here till March, so don't dawdle. Get it now when it comes out or get it for Christmas, but you you got till March because Nintendo's effing weird. And imagine the resale value on that francisco when you trade that back in oh, no, game the scalpers game. gonna be all over it so
0: get, oh, yeah, oh, get that oh, physical oh. copy now
1: the goings get good because I mean, it, it's go from there.
0: it's going away on the digital store too so it's, it's not so like weird. yeah so that's that's the thing so if you have the physical copy you might actually be better off than getting it like digital because if you have to get digital one then i mean you might as well sell the whole switch and keep it on there kind of like pt like the ps 3s that have the pt demo yeah. it might just be valuable for that reason alone.
1: But it's so genius because it's going to only drive people. I have, guys, I haven't pre-ordered games at all. The only time I did it was it was only going to get me, like, an extra credit towards my trade-in. But, like, I did it out of, like, pure fear. I was like, what the hell? I want my copy because God knows with the corona going on, shortages of, like, the PS5 suffering from lack of um, their chips that are being produced for their PS5. I'm like, I I just want to play some Mario. So I'm excited. Promo code. plumbing because I'm going a, I'm to a be a plumber baby I'm going to be a Alrighty.
0: plumber cool beans yeah I'm still I don't know whether I
1: mean, you know it, you're you, buying it don't uh, even lie
0: to me I mean, I've, shit, how many times have I bought Mario 64 already uh, yeah, but this, this is the I first re-release first re-release of Mario Sunshine official re-release and the second for Mario Galaxy because it was on the Wii U Um. yeah alright Okay, guys, I'm going to go way out of the park for this one, but it's it's relevant to what happened to me this week. All right, guys, so uh, because of the quarantine, you know, uh, a lot of us didn't use our cars as much for for a while there. Every once in a while, I'd go out there and go to a supermarket, whatever, and then uh, that was it. You were stuck at home. You were working at home, what have you, but then uh, things are slightly returning back to normal uh people are driving out to the office i'm driving out to my own office but i haven't kept my car in the best of shape Ah. with regards to cleanliness because it's so easy guys it's so easy to to be a slob and be like you know what i'm just gonna head on over to taco bell and eat in my car and then just kind of throw it off to the side in the passenger seat next to me and over time uh, if you don't clean it up quickly enough, you might just get ants. Oh no <laughs> so guys uh i I didn't use my car over the past weekend. I was at home and so um Monday um I'm up early. I have to go to the asylum office for 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 a case. I open my door and what do I have? I have ants in my car uh luckily. Not, yeah, no no Dale Gribble, yeah. Uh, Luckily, uh, they were only those little sugar ants, the little tiny ones.
1: Those are the worst.
0: Yeah, but it it wasn't, you know, fire ants or anything like that. But they were still ants in my car. And I was like, ooh, I have let this go too far. So uh, I did what I had to do uh, over uh, when I was done with work. I I came home finally, like, at 5 something. I got into my car, I I started spraying wherever I could, wiping everything down, taking out the mats, beating them down, uh, I have to go and uh, get it all vacuumed up at the car wash, I think I'll go tomorrow, um, and, and just go, go, go to town on my car and, and cleaning it for myself. But it was not enough to curtail the ants, so I decided I needed to do the nuclear option. Hmm. So my non-sponsor is Tarot. Yes, Tarot, baby, the but ant killer laid. and do it your home pest control. I love these freaking things, man. I mean, this thing, this thing really does destroy ants. It is absolutely essential for me. Uh, you, you got your all your little creepy crawlies, whatever. Uh, spiders have their purpose. Uh, they they kill uh, other insects for you, but ants ants are annoying. After a while, like you can handle a couple ants, but once an, but once they start invading your home, it's like it's too much. So uh, I have these liquid ant baits, and yeah, voted the number one ant killer. <laughs> it is the number one ant killer, you guys. I I uh, I put in little droplets around my car. Uh, it was around the doors and stuff where the ants were. We're going through, luckily not in the back seats, uh, just kind of like in the front where I eat and stuff and, and in the passenger side. So I just put a little drop it there, a little drop it here, and then I just kind of stuck the uh, the bait here that they have, as you can see, and I left it overnight. I wake up this morning, I'm heading into my office, I open my door, not an ant to be found, every single one, God. Dead. Dunzo. Finito. Like I said, the nuclear option. Not a single ant was there. I was incredibly happy. I even put some around my car. Uh like outside of my car, like on the floor and stuff. So there was no getting in or out for these ants. And yeah, man, just to snap off the tab. Put it on your put it put it wherever the hell you wherever the hell you see ants. Especially outside, man. I I've I've got this down to a science. Sometimes the ants invade, and I know where the the point of entry is. I stick this little thing next to it, and day later, those guys are gone. So it's cheap. Look at this. $12.33. You get two pack. That's all you need. You only need one of these, maybe two, if you got it really bad. But the ants will just be freaking gone. It'll destroy the queen, and then you'll be the king of the ants. So promo code... no don't leave taco bell on your floor
1: okay how could you waste such great sustenance francisco you gotta lick the (laughs) wrapper
0: i i mean it's not like i'm i'm leaving like chunks of meat on the it's just i have it in the bag and i just don't take it out because i'm not using my freaking car but my mom (laughs) scolded me and it's like you have a nice car you should take care of it okay
1: all right. So I got a, I got a question for you guys. Not to be off topic, but I feel this matters because this is sport. It can be sports related, right? I Depending on a quick
2: disclaimer, eat. so yes. no one is startled. Uh, so the lightning game is on. So if you hear a random shout, that'll probably that's probably me. Yep.
1: Uh,
2: so I just I want to give a quick uh, warning in advance.
1: Well, all right then. But, uh, that's appropriate because it's also kind of relevant. What is the creepiest manner of people eating food that you have seen in public including a sporting event
0: the, the creepiest
1: manner. yeah something that made you get the heebie jeebies maybe somebody licking the wrapper of you know the food or them going knuckle deep on you know a little bit of cheese sauce from the nachos because i can i can give you like a real life one at a at a legal event but you know I, I figure i keep it in the sport of it Wait, yeah. okay what? so long story short So, long story short, I was at, you know, the bar bench conference about two years ago. There was a certain judge, they handed out cake, and he did something that I'm almost certain sociopaths do, and fellas, you know, we we know sociopaths are more dangerous psychopaths, right, because they're attacking society. That's my clear-cut redneck definition of it. This man, not naming names, it is a man, he's a judge, literally had this, they brought chocolate cake. Cake's good, everybody likes cake. Mm. This guy... This gentleman, this aspiring of legal matriculation enforcement administration, licks both sides of the fork before he even eats the cake, and then slices it to use it as a basis to cut the cake with the fork, and then eats it. I was terrified. What oh, like the hell? I, I is felt is like that? Harry. I felt like Harry Potter when the Dementor came, and I'm like in the third one. I'm like I don't know what to do. I'm gonna die. It's fine. Like you know, in the Godzilla movies, when you hear the shaking and the roar, and you yeah. freeze up. That's me. I've seen some weird stuff at sporting events, too. Like, people, I, I, once I, someone drops the pretzel, they fucking, they just eat the pretzel. I'm like, I don't uh, God. I mean, we've all done the five-second rule.
0: I mean, that's, that's – I, I don't it's think that's a harm 0.05 that.
1: for me at a stadium or arena.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, let's, it's I mean, stuff like that is, is fine when you're alone or with your immediate family, but you can't do that out in public.
1: My, my concern is that with the times of the Rona, there, there's going to be no Fs given. Man, there's really, – like, what else – what? You're, gonna, you're not going to see my face for a second. It's all right. Let me just uh, hawk up and get some leftovers. You know, it's okay. So I'm uh, curious if you guys have seen anything disturbing uh, like that I, I, at a food I, event. I'm trying
0: to think of, of – I mean, because I, I, mean, I do a lot – well – I mean, when I eat, I eat like I eat at the speed of sound. I mean, is
1: the guy who makes people scared. Basically, I mean,
0: aside from me putting ketchup on my subs, um,
1: yeah, you're you're still a monster. I have yet to do that. I gotta get into that.
0: (laughs) You should. It's a lifestyle. Um, Aside from that, I I can't think of something that I've done or the other. Trying to think, I. You know, I can't think of something that li- like I, cause I don't really notice people eating and stuff. Uh, I mean, the most that I see of people eating is the, the review of the reek review bra when it reviews fast food. Yeah. But aside from that, I don't notice other people eating. I usually just eat for myself and then uh, and I eat at the speed of sound. So it's just a quick munch, chomp, chomp. And then I'm
1: done. See, uh, you gotta you gotta take care of the corners, man. Because I'll observe people. I like those weirdos who dip their fries in a milkshake. Get the f out of here!
3: Okay. What?
1: What? What are you gonna do? Dip lettuce in hot sauce? Get the hell out of here!
0: <laughs> I I can't think of one. I don't know if Andrew has one. I'm not even sure. If I guess,
2: if I have one, I can't think of one. Frosty fries. I mean, we I mean, yeah, I've done I've done. That, the- that's kind of like what Charles was saying. is dipping fries in uh, in, a, in a frosty. But I I feel like that's normal. Wow, the Yankees are destroying the Blue Jays. Yeah, um, their are <clears throat> Uh, okay. So, oh, actually, I'm I can think of one. Um, this is what some people have said about me. I like dipping my fries in mayo. You're okay. You're an okay person. That's. I, I get it. I think I, there, there be there. Been so. Apparently, it's very popular in Germany and other countries over in Europe. But I've mm. told that to some people, and they think I'm a psycho.
0: I mean, you have poutine, I guess, in Canada, you know, fries and gravy. And cheese. Don't forget the cheese. Oh, that's true. That is true as well. Um, I think I've offended Canada enough in my lifetime. Uh, yeah. So. All right, so I don't know if anybody's watching, but who cares? I'll just post this anyways. I'll post it on our Twitter if nobody in and see who wins this thing. Uh, Trivia question for the Marlins pennant giveaway. Uh, And you guys cannot answer this. You guys will not get the pennant. All right.
2: I don't even know. It's kind of of like um, those, you know, uh, eligible for anyone except for employees and immediate family members of of, uh, employees at this radio station. Right exactly so now members of sports goofs official members of sports goofs hmm. uh you and freddie of course even though they're unofficial goofs they're totally eligible um, so so yeah, Any-
0: uh, yeah. and it, it's a you have to answer it on twitter uh follow us on twitter in order to to get the, the those are the requirements follow us and and be a uh living in the united states as well i'm not shipping this to france okay I, I, do not have the money for that. Um, uh, trivia question is, my Florida Marlins trivia. Who was the manager or the interim manager that took over after the Marlins fired John Bowles in 2001? So that's, that's the trivia question. He finished out the rest of the season for the Marlins. Who was the man that took over for John Bowles after he was fired in 2001? So, answer that, answer that on Twitter, and I'll post it up if nobody answers it in time. And, uh, yeah, so, there we go. Alright, so, uh, shall we talk about football?
1: Yeah, we we can go. I, I figure hockey might be appropriate to the last segment for us because I know Andrew can give us those live feed by feed, so we can get some of the fat out.
0: Yeah, man, he's. I'm I'm sure he's waiting with bated breath because the Bolts are on a power play at the moment. So, yep, we'll, we'll see what goes down there. And the Heat and Celtics coming down to the wire in the third quarter here. For I think us. that's gonna be a
1: good series. You know even though it just started literally. Yeah. But we're not in the basketball world yet, right?
0: Yeah. So uh, we, I don't know if we'll get to it uh, because there, there was a lot of football that happened, NFL football, college football. Uh, I don't want to talk about college football because my team sucks. Uh, <laughs> but college football did happen, Andrew. And there's some news that's going down. Of course, the Big Ten and Pac-12 are considering uh, – uh, Going back on their decision to cancel the season or postpone it, whatever the hell they want to call it.
2: So, take it away, good sir. All righty, folks. Um, so I actually uh, did some uh, some uh, research for once. Uh, we had a really good chance to power play. Uh, one of Islander's players. Uh, got injured by blocking a shot. But anyway, um, this week was insanity. Um, you want you want ups, you like upsets. Uh, you like whatever. This was the week for you. Three power five teams lost. Um, it was Arkansas State beat Kansas State which RCFB made a joke, which was um, at least there's one good team with Kansas State in their name, you know, because Arkansas is R-Kansas. Get it?
0: Hmm. Oh, okay. All right. yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that took a second to register, but yeah. <laughs> it,
2: it, it's, it's funnier when you actually see it in text. Okay. Um. Uh, so that was one. Uh, Louisiana, or their full name is Louisiana Lafayette, uh, beat Iowa State in Ames. The Ragin' Cajuns. The that Ragin was a good Cajun. game. Um, and then Coastal Carolina beat Kansas. These are all away games for the for the group of five teams. Um, Manhattan, Manhattan, Manhattan. Manhattan, Kansas, for the Kansas State game. Uh, Ames, Iowa, for the Iowa State game. And then uh, Lawrence, Kansas, for the Kansas game. Um, the Sun Belt was on fire. Um, all three of those teams are from the Sun Belt Conference. And though those were the completed upsets. There were three other... Uh, wait, I think it was a fourth. Was there a fourth upset? Goodness, I can't remember. I'll come back to it. Um, not, I'm sure th-
0: Freddie or BU has got you covered.
2: I'd appreciate it. And then there were three near-upsets. Uh, Texas Tech beat Houston Baptist 35-33. to 33. And that one was down to the wire. Um... Houston Baptist Huskies who I believe are the only huskies in FBA, uh, in Division one football playing this season because there's the Northern Illinois huskies who are in the Mac which has been canceled and then Yukon huskies uh, they're also canceled um, and then Washington Huskies also canceled. Uh, took took uh, he, uh, took Texas Tech uh, to the wire, but they pulled it out. Um, second one was Georgia Southern beating Campbell twenty-seven to twenty-six. Huh. Now I want you guys to guess what is the nickname for Campbell?
0: Not the Soups, right?
2: Damn it, Francisco! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a second to see if BU or Freddie knows. Um, Campbell Bells. Campbell. Bells.
1: All right. So, what's the Freddy name? Go. What's the legitimate name of it? And I'll make it an honest attempt.
2: Uh, well, it starts with C.
0: The Freddy fighting is camels.
1: Fighting. You know, Freddie. Google is not allowed here. Revoke his rights. <laughs> I,
2: I I think he legitimately knew that, though. Of course, he
1: knew that. the man. The, side note, everybody. Go click on the Fred rank. It is accurate as hell. It will be accurate in this very diminished college football season and also in the NFL when he releases Fred rank. Freddie, have you released a Fred rank for uh, NFL yet? I don't remember. Hey, man. In the NFL, you can
0: go one for four, but as long as that one matters. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and then BU knew it too, because they are smart. they're the real smart guys here. Yeah. We're the goofs. They're the geniuses. But continue, Andrew.
2: Um, and then the third uh, near-upset was um, Tulane beating South Alabama 27-24. to 24. Um, I know those are both group of five teams, but Tulane is in the quote-unquote higher conference, which is the American Athletic, whereas South Alabama is also in the Sun Belt. So if you look at that, four Sun Belt teams, possibly five, I forget if there was another upset, Had or almost upset teams. So what a statement to start the season for the Sunbelt Conference. Um, Tulane won that one 27-24, and that took a last-minute comeback for them to pull off. Uh, So those are the upsets. Sunbelt to the playoff, yes. Absolutely. Um... Well, unless it comes at the expense of UCF or someone in the American Athletic Conference, which in that case, no thank you. Um, Now on to kind of the more serious topic, which is CV. Two major news stories here. Um, And this is not, uh, by no means, a full and accurate store of representation. But The big one is the Big Ten. I just realized, the big one is the Big Ten. huh? Um, So they initially canceled their season uh, probably ten years ago, it feels like, although it was in reality probably a month ago. Uh, But time has no meaning anymore. Um, But they are on the cusp, it appears. Nothing official has been released yet. It's all just kind of rumors and whispers. But there's enough of them where it's seeming like there is going to be a Big Ten season, starting up in Mm mid-October, is kind of the general gist of what's coming out. Um, Very interesting. Um, If it does end up, coming to fruition, that ends any chance of a group of five team making it into the playoff. Um, as, and it was already a slim chance, but that slim chance now goes to zero. Um, so that's the big news. Nothing that I've heard is coming out about the Pac-12, although in reality, considering the the wildfire situation up in the uh, in the Northwest and the Pacific areas, I would not be surprised if even if they got the clearance for uh, CV that they would still postpone it until the wire, wildfire situation gets a little more resolved. Uh, because they're even cancelling MLB games right now uh, because of it. Yeah, I Did you so, guys see
0: the, the, the images of like Oracle Park or, or, or the Oakland Coliseum? Yeah. Um, with the the orange skies, yep, I mean, it's it's insane, it's insane. The freaking uh, gender reveal fire.
2: the so The West Coast is literally on fire. There are co- there are, there are fires all up and down the West Coast. It's insanity. Um, so that is from the so that is CV from the macro level at the conference level. Now let's dive a little bit uh... more in a little bit and let's go to the team level um, teams are how teams are reporting cv cases is very uneven uh... some teams are more forthcoming with information and then others are like for example oklahoma are saying absolutely nothing, their rationale being that they don't want to give teams and, and their opponents an advantage of knowing what their uh, roster is going to be like. But again, they're not saying individual players due to HIPAA and FERPA laws. They're, they're just saying their numbers that are out, um, which is drawn the ire of a lot of people for uh, not being forthcoming with such important information. Now, to teams that are a bit more forthcoming, let's start with, as uh, Charles posted in our group chat, LSU. LSU, which, bear in mind, a college football roster is probably in the 115-player range hmm.
3: um,
2: when you include you know, guys on the bench, uh, walk-ons, things like that. Uh, uh, head coach uh, Ed Orgeron said today that quote, most of the players have had COVID and there are three to four that still have it. He didn't give a specific number, a percentage number of how many uh, players had it. Uh, And this is through the whole off-season. This isn't at, a, at the current time, um, but that's insanity to see that many people um, have it. And then let's go a little bit uh, further west to Lubbock, Texas, where Texas Tech is. They say that through the whole off-season, they've had 75 uh, cases in the football program, which includes staff. Um, so, it's other, those are probably the most, uh, solid numbers I've seen regarding cases, um, but yeah, it's just insanity, uh, we'll see what happens, uh, games are still being postponed and canceled because of, uh, outbreaks, so this is by no means done. So I'll get off of that serious topic a little bit, and let's go to kind of a mini segment, which is just a breakdown of the sports goof teams. Um, <laughs> I th- Don't even talk about mine. Well, <laughs> no, a, they were already were
1: a <laughs> goon at that point.
2: I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a respectable I'm a respectable journalist, Francisco. I have to give the facts as they are. <laughs>
1: You have the right to oppress, Francisco. (laughs)
2: Uh, Is FAU playing? Uh, (laughs) Yes, yes, they are. Um, And I'm I'm not – next week I'll do a bit more of a deep dive uh, since all teams will have played or will be playing that week, so I'll be able to do a little more analysis. Um, So I'm going to skip over uh, FIU. And FSU, well FIU, I'm skipping over because they have not played, um, nor have not played yet, nor are they playing a game this week. Um, so let's go to FAU, which is a common school, if I remember correctly, to Francisco and Charles. Correct. Um, FAU have they're playing their first game. It's against Georgia Southern, which again nearly got uh, upset by Campbell, the mm-hmm. Fighting Camels. Um, they're playing in Statesboro, uh, Georgia, that's uh, Georgia Southern's home. They're playing Saturday at 3.30 and will be broadcast on ESPN3. Francisco alluded to the fact that Florida State plays, um, and we actually alluded to that much earlier when we were talking about the uh, the goons in Florida State. Um, Florida State lost Texas Tech 16-13 in Mike Norvell's uh, debut as Florida State head coach. Uh, Came in from Memphis over the offseason. Florida State fans are already losing their shit. Um, (laughs) We'll see. Um, Next up, we'll go to UCF, my alma mater. Um, they are playing, said Georgia Tech, um, at Bobby Dodd Stadium up in Atlanta. They're playing Saturday at 3.30 on ABC. So that'll be interesting. This is an interesting game, really. So UCF has, had scheduled um, Georgia Tech back in 2017. Uh, it's a two-game set, uh, one home, one away. They call them a home-and-home set. Well, you guys know that because that's a common phrase. So Home and Home, the first one was scheduled for 2017. I think the other one was 2019. I don't remember. Uh, But the 2017 game was canceled because of one of the hurricanes. I don't remember. There's been so many in the past few years. Um, The one that went through Central Florida or close to Central Florida, it didn't actually make much of an impact on Orlando. Oh, no, no, no. it was the one that went through South Florida. Um, Irma? I think it was an I or a J. (laughs) That
0: that narrows it down. Oh Yeah, well, well, whatever.
2: um, The national, although it didn't impact Orlando, the game was going to be in Orlando, it, uh, thank you, Irma. I got the letter right. <laughs> uh, uh, there are so many hurricanes. Um, so the National Guard used UCF's facilities as kind of a staging area while the hurricane went over, and that is a almost a grand slam by William Adams in the Rays game. Um, so. Uh, So, yeah, the National Guard used uh, the the Nicholson Fieldhouse, which is the indoor practice facility. Uh, They used that as kind of a bunking area. They had all their Humvees and other vehicles out there. So they could be within a four-hour drive of South Florida uh, when the storm passed and they could be ready to go. Of course, Georgia Tech fans and a lot of people Called bullshit, and we're saying that we were using it as an excuse to get out of a Georgia Tech game, which, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's not what we were doing. Um, but anyway, so this is the first time we we're playing Georgia Tech. Um, it's kind of an interesting game because our former head coach, George O'Leary, used to coach at Georgia Tech. Uh, so it's kind of like an O'Leary Bowl, if you will. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And then I will do, since we live in South Florida and Miami is kind of the big, big man on campus down here, I'll do a quick, uh, quick recap of them. They played last week. They beat UAB 31 to 14 up at Hard Rock Stadium. Um, they, are off, they were off this week. Um... And now they're playing eight number eighteen Louisville on Saturday in Louisville. Uh, that'll be at seven thirty on ABC. Miami is currently ranked seventeenth. So it will be an interesting ranked game. I think it's one of the first ranked games, it's not the first ranked game, is it? Uh got so the whole schedule here
0: on the screen for week three. So we got got several. I mean you got Oh, here are all the games basically. Uh you have the Campbell fighting camels now that I know, Andrew. Yep. Versus Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. I got that right.
2: Chanticleers. Chanticleers.
0: Chanticleers. Chanticleer. I do Chanticleer
3: declare. Do.
2: It's it's base it's a it's a character from a damn it.
0: It's a giant rooster.
2: Yeah. Correct. It's from a Chaucer book.
0: Mega Ultra Chicken from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Um Alright, so uh you have the Navy midshipmen versus the Tulane Green Wave. You have uh the Syracuse Orange versus the Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh not the Pirates, yeah. I mean, actually the Pirates might as well play football because they suck at baseball. Um huh. against the Panthers. The Austin is it Austin P? Austin P. Okay. What what are they? What the hell is that? Is that Waluigi? I don't know. Um Austin P versus the Cincinnati Bearcats. What the hell is Austin the Governors? That's a yeah. stupid name. Uh
2: <laughs> well, it's the, named after a former governor. Yeah. Uh the uh
0: the Raisin Cajuns, Louisiana Lafayette versus the Georgia State Panthers. Uh Liberty. What the hell is Liberty? It's a bird. The Flames. The Flames Okay.
3: Yeah, they really,
1: they should have said Bells because it have just been better. Western Liberty Ke- Bell.
0: Western Kentucky. I forgot what the hell Western Kentucky was.
2: Western Kentucky is the Hilltoppers.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, the Tulsa Golden Hurricane, singular. Yep. Versus Oklahoma State Cowboys. Correct. The Houston Cougars versus the Baylor Bears, Bears. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston College Eagles versus Duke Blue Devils. The South Florida Bulls versus Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Yep. Uh, Stephen F. Austin. The hell were they again?
2: Lumberjacks.
0: Ah, that's right. We've done this before, too. Um, when, when we used to have the college. Thank you, Freddie. The, I guess the college for, team name. We
2: are in, in agreement <laughs> about teams that suck.
0: Versus uh, University of Texas San Antonio Roadrunners? Yep. Okay. Appalachian State Mountaineers versus the Marshall, uh, what was it the Thundering Herd, right?
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, the UCF Golden Knights. <laughs> I just want to get a rise out of you. Versus uh, Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Uh, FAU Owls versus Georgia Southern, was it Eagles? Eagles? Yeah. The Charlotte 49ers versus the Tar Heels, UNC the Citadel what the hell is Citadel Citadel the Citadel Citadel military
2: college but
0: what is it I mean what are
2: they I believe they're the Bulldogs
0: okay versus Clemson uh Troy
2: not surprisingly they're the Trojans
0: oh okay versus Middle Tennessee uh, those
2: are the Blue Raiders
0: Blue Raiders SMU Mustangs versus North Texas Eagles right green no, uh, green oh okay the mean green right yeah mean green uh louisiana tech bulldogs oh versus southern miss golden eagles okay golden eagles is texas state bobcats Bobcat. versus louisiana monroe warhawks oh okay that's a cool name. The Miami Hurricanes versus Louisville Cardinals. I think game day is going to be in Louisville
2: for that mm. one. Uh, yes, if I remember correctly, yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, Wake Forest versus NC State. I don't know what the hell those two things are. Uh, ACU. What, what the hell is yeah. ACU?
2: It was NC State Wolfpack. Yeah. And who is the other?
0: ACU versus who? Abilene Christian Wildcats, okay, versus uh, good old El Paso, UTEP.
2: So you You should know the nickname for them.
0: Oh, go Miners, baby!
2: Yep.
0: Uh, That yeah, that's uh, that's what we got for week three. According to this thing, cool beans.
2: Cool beans indeed.
0: Thank God the Seminoles aren't playing. All right, so that's our, our look around college football. Notre Dame is 0-1 all-time versus UCF, USF after a disastrous 2011 opener. And, okay. All right, so uh, this is, I wanted to do this little game for you guys. It's something I haven't. Like completely gotten everything together with it, but God damn it, the Marlins are winning one, are losing one nothing to the Red Sox.
1: Get your stuff together.
0: Exactly, and the whoa, the Islanders scored. I didn't really, I didn't realize that either. Uh, all right, and the Heat are down ten at eight nine. What the hell is going on tonight? Um, sheesh, nobody's winning except for the Yankees. Hey. Yeah. All right. Um. Uh, so, I wanted to play a game for you guys. I w- I'm calling it "Most Punchable Face."
2: Okay,
0: so, where we look through an entire roster of a uh, of a team for this season, and look at th- all of the players and see which one of them is the most punchable on that team. Has the most punchable face? The one that you're like, man, I, I really want to. Like, if I had a chance, I've had one sucker punch. Then I'd do it, and, and I, I decided to go with Charles's Tennessee Titans.
1: Oh, oh, I, yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> First off, Stephen Gustowski punched you in the face. <laughs> but that's not even looking at his ugly mug yet.
0: Yeah. So we're gonna look at these guys' faces. I hope I could zoom this in because I like I wanted to do it all in one fell swoop. So is that possible here? but no, let's later, you so I view, view the PDF. Can we see the PDF here? I don't even know. Well, let's go one by one. Uh, well, maybe not one. We're not going to do this forever, but uh, let's see. I guess we'll go in alphabetical order, or should I just hit a random guy?
1: Random guy. That, okay. that brings into the fun. All right. And but, I'll look away from my screen. Don't tell me who it is, and uh, I'll peek at him. Uh,
0: click. Click. All right. There's our first guy. Adore Jackson.
1: Adore Jackson, punchable. Punchable. R- I think R- it's just because of draft position. Really? really? Uh, I-, I have a little bit of advice.
0: he okay. like he's got a smile and go – I don't see – I don't think that's a punchable. I, I wouldn't
1: punch Adoree. He's a nice guy. All he's right. fine to me. Yeah, he's we don't fine. punch his face. He's All guy. right.
0: So – oh, okay. They got, this little, yesterday's game. they got this little drop-down menu, so this is easier for me to do. All right. All uh, right. Uh, Oh, look at that. Ryan Tannehill.
1: Oh yeah. Tannehill kind of has a punchable face.
0: <laughs> really?
1: I think so. Uh, oh
0: as a Dolphins fan, do I want to punch Ryan Tannehill in the face? Like if I if I had
1: if I had one I, shot. I feel like Ryan Tannehill is the love child of Kirk Herbstreit and Clark Kent because <laughs> very strong cheekbones, big ass forehead, and that crop brown hair. Uh, I can't do it. I and Bu, you, you are correct. I I was kind of going off of things other than face, but that's why I'm keeping to it. I mean, I'm afraid that if I punch Tenhill, though, that his jaw does not look like it's made of glass; it would break my wrist.
0: Uh, I mean, he's suffered enough sacks in his lifetime, but sure. All right, so let's see. Yeah, no, I'm not punching Ryan Tenhill. Uh, I can kind of punch him.
1: I, this is just looking at the faces, guys. You know, Ti or inner, tart.
0: You know. Oh, he went to FIU. We're not punching him. No.
1: Johnny Smith also went there too. Yeah. We're nah, T-R-Tart's not... cool. No. T-R-Tart's the guy who lets you come into the club yeah. when you don't know anybody. Yeah, he's—he's he's like, I got you, man. Yeah, Swim look at him. him.
0: He's got the little smirk on his face. You know, gosh, I just want to give him a big old hug, really. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're we're not punching him. Uh, no, we're not, we, we ain't doing that. A fellow, a fellow Panther, we're not doing that.
1: We have two Panthers on our team besides T-R-Tart. We have Johnny Smith. Who is actually playing like he's good. Look Ooh, at that Taylor Luan, oh, Taylor Luan, Ooh, Taylor Lewan, Lewan, Lewin? Taylor Lewan? Our starting tackle who got hurt. Uh,
0: I could punch um, I could punch that one. Yeah. I feel like he, I feel like I could punch him.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit of that Doughboy face. Nice yeah. guy. Great guy. Great guy. Yeah, Even Jack Conklin is Conklin, you know, but
0: still. Uh yeah. Yeah. It's the hair, I don't know. I feel like if his hair was different, he'd come off looking nicer, but I don't know. I feel know. like that's
1: my everyday life when I go to the barber, <laughs> and then when I come out of the barber.
0: <laughs> I'm surprised. Andrew, you have not jumped in on this game so far.
2: Uh, and Andrew's not a violent guy. Yeah, maybe that's why. <laughs> I, I I can't, in good conscience, punch somebody based solely on appearance, although well, I will say that. I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, Adam Gates, that's why man. that's why you're our moral compass. That too, you you guys still need a moral compass. Yeah, uh, i so don't have a it's bizarro dad, world,
0: Andrew. That
2: would do it. I don't
0: know. <laughs> when
2: when someone one of these guys inevitably re- uh, sees this, I, he'll I, see f- that at least one of us is the I, is I, the I, national one.
0: I feel like if this was a hockey team, your tune
2: would change. <laughs> Brad Marchand that's the that's the only one and that's just because he's a jerk that's I, the again, only
0: I, one there's a lot of jerks in the NHL dude <laughs> oh there's 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 more um all right so uh let's see uh, all right uh chris milton hmm um hmm, I feel like he'd punched me right back and nah that's too much of a risk. Yeah,
1: um,
3: <laughs> I think. Well, all
0: cool. these guys would probably kill me if uh, <laughs> if I were ever I, to it, get a super
1: I bunch on. don't really. I mean, if you pre on Stephen Gostowski's face right now, then yeah. But oh, I, hold on,
0: I, actually, let's do that. Hold on, I have not. Uh, let's let's take a look at at least his team photo for this season. I'm sure on the Patriots, I would have looked... I punch anybody in the Patriots. Um, um, oh yes, yes. Oh yeah, he. He has that kind of that that guy in in like the movies missed, that's like missed, trying to that's trying to like get your wife to cheat on you. He's got a that
1: look. Missed three field goals. Three field goals. Missed it, and then missed the PAT. A game that should not have been close. And yes, Freddie and BU. I already know what you guys are gonna say. Hey, Charles, he won you the game at the end. I don't care. I don't care. I'm like uh, Tommy Lee Jones the *Fugitive*. I don't care because we would have been up 27 to 14, and instead we had to kind of drive it on down. It's a very scary situation, gentlemen. There's no forgiveness. There's no love here. That or Bill, Punch Be-
0: Bill Belichick knows when to get rid of his players. He, that's, that's Punch just... him.
1: <laughs> right, right in his grill.
0: Uh, uh oh! No, we're no, oh, we're going back to Ryan Tannehill. No, we already did that. Come on. No, no. Uh, tra- All right, let's go. Uh, Darren Bates. Ooh, yes, that's a yes for me. It's the mustache. Um, it's the mustache. Yeah, that Darren gets me. seems
1: like a nice guy. It's
0: he has to shave the mustache though.
1: Listen, it's- I had a bad mustache for like a month. Yeah, no one wanted to punch me allegedly.
0: Yeah, but I don't know, man. Sometimes a bad stash. I mean, that's why you know th- th- there's a reason. Like, you know, certain villains are are uh, are are made known because of their facial hair. You know, Waluigi, Jafar. I mean, uh, you know. Okay. okay. It, uh, yeah. Damn, you just if he shaved that, no, I would not. But with it, mm, yeah. Uh, all right. I think uh, let's do a couple more and then we'll move on from this. Uh, all right. Well, this guy has two last names. Uh he's got ooh Nick Westbrook I, I, can't, I, 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 I can Eakin
1: Eakin Uh yeah. Yeah, I would punch Nick Westbrook Eakin straight in the face. I don't know why. Uh he's it's the picture. It's the picture. Yeah, it's
0: not a good picture. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't know.
0: I feel like, I don't know. It's kind of like a wrestler vibe to me, like a, a guy in wrestling that you would want to punch. For some reason.
1: so. You think he he's heel? His natural heel? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, I
0: think he could. Yeah, you know, he's got the like, uh, like I don't know what he's doing with his eyebrows. There, one is yeah. off, one is to the side. He's, got, he's I, got. I feel
1: like there's some smugness there. He's got a
0: little poutiness in his lips. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, we're done with this. I'll pick another team next time. Random sport, what have you. 2020 squad. Uh, let's, let's move on. So we got six minutes down between the Heat and the Celtics. It's still pretty close. We'll see what goes. Uh, what happens moving forward. First intermission between the Lightning and the Islanders at the moment. And the Marlins still haven't done a freaking thing. Are they really going to lose this game 1-0? That would be really awful. Okay. Um... Oh, that's, Charles, you ready for the cage? I mean, we talked yeah. about wrestling. Let's do the segue there.
1: And it's going, to be, it's going to kind of be brief anyway, because there's not like much to do about nothing, but it's always a discussion we can have. So welcome, everybody, to your weekly truplex, The Cage with Charles. A couple of disclaimers out there. Wrestling is not fake. It is scripted. It is a dance. It's a ballet, contrary to what superstar Billy Graham and everybody else says from the old school days. It's still one of those beautiful things where a man or a woman are just trying to beat the holy hell out of each other. Chase some title belts, get some claim to fame, and put some respect on their name. Boys, it's kind of quiet time in the cage. I mean, WWE's building their class of champions. You know, pay-per-view that they have on September 27th. They're trying to figure out what they should do about some things in the thunder- Thunderdome to continue on for Hell in a Cell. New Japan crowned some light heavy weight tag team champions with Desperado and its other guy. And AEW is just doing AEW things. But this is kind of like the calm before the storm, all things wrestling. But even every calm before the storm, there's a storm. That storm's typically Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Ugh. So before we go into Vinny Mac, let's touch upon some young stuff here. Impact Wrestling going on tonight. Weird stuff going on. Eric Young won the Impact Championship off of Eddie Edwards. And I understand that Eddie was a transitional champion. He won the uh, title, I think, in the Fatal Five-Way match at Bound for Glory against a returning Eric Young. Eric Young is a former WWE cast-off who is almost a former Impact cast-off, but now he's back in being the face of that um, program going from there. He has the sweetest pile driver you'll ever see, and I'm not saying that as a sexual innuendo, I'm saying that in just general speak of the way of his finisher, he also does a flying elbow, you know, nice guy, I've seen him live, it's interesting when you see some of these people and then you recognize, holy crap, I've seen these people before in person, so it's always kind of interesting to my end, Um, Rob Van Dam's shooting with Sammy Callahan, Heath Slater has jokingly said that he will run for... President and his program so he can get, you know, signed by Impact Wrestling. Um, interesting stuff that comes in there, but Impact's not necessarily the big players of the game that I, for one, go for. But remember, now that the quarantine's kind of eased up minimally, we've allowed ourselves the opportunity to see some other stuff and proceed from there. So, you know, that's a little bit going on Impact. Over in New Japan world not much going on. G1 climax, uh, climax Block has been revealed. Very interesting stuff of what they're going to do there. I think the ideal thing what they're going to do is either Coda in the finals, because remember if you win the G1, um, you end up getting your Wrestle Kingdom title shot. Last year it was won by Coda, and that's what led to the whole double championship dash that they almost ruined completely until you know they righted the wrongs and had Tetsuya Naito redeeming from evil, who's now not even doing anything. But um, it's usually a lot of good wrestling. Remember, if you want to see good entertainment, to a, to good good entertainment to a degree, WWE AEW. If you want to see some storytelling and wrestling without the soap operas, you watch some New Japan. So it's always kind of interesting of what they're gonna go from there. But they have break it down to Block A, Block B highlights. You'll have Block A being Kota Ibushi and his tag team. Uh, partner over with um Hirohoshi Tanahashi and Block B. We're getting that kind of evil Coda vibe. I think what's gonna happen is the long term storytelling is Coda's gonna turn heel, win the G one, challenge Night Out Wrestle Kingdom. They already have some history. They've had a couple I C title defenses and then he's gonna end up, you know, winning it. And he should be well deserved. But not a lot of new names. There isn't. There hasn't been any big sightings and you don't have um, John Moxley coming over there. You do have a returning Jay White and Jeff Cobb. Minor Suzuki is also your Open Neverweight Champion, is going to be in there. Kazuo Okada is just doing things, being, you know, G. If you had to say Charles, who would you like to win the G1 Climax, aside from the guys that are probably predicted to win? I say you have to have fun. I think you should go with Sonata. You had Evil win um, the Gold Dash and then challenge Naito. So now why don't you give him his other counterpart in his team of Los Ingobernables de Japan and give him a sonata. But granted, maybe the endgame is sonata and evil for some kind of menial title. However, full disclosure, New Japan, it's time for Naito to do something with those two titles. Give him the heavyweight title. Let him drop Jesus sixteen three New York Yankees. There you go. Let him drop the Intercontinental belt. Because I'm not a fan of double champions. Why? Because it ruins the whole elements of who's main event, who's mid-card, and if you have a main event champion defending a mid card title, it's gonna be almost impossible for the mid-card guy to really kind of get over onto it. New Japan, you know, we like what you're doing now. We didn't like it a couple months ago. Fix your crap, get it together. Over in AEW world storylines continue matt hardy came out on last dynamite saying hey i'm alive you guys know that nasty look it's so weird because i'm never for wrestling to break kayfabe. he may be alive
0: but he's all the way up there
1: oh yeah i've never won for wrestling to break kayfabe i don't like people apologizing in their wrestling i don't like even vince mcmahon because there was a time period when wrestling was bad a couple years ago in december where vince goes out, oh, things are gonna change I don't like that. You got you're breaking the element. That's kind of like in the plays when the reliable narrator looks at you and talks to you. You're taken out of it a little bit, right? You got to be careful when how you do your certain things. But A. W. Moxley MGF doesn't look like it's done. They're gonna have him and Lance Archer because Archer won the Casino Royale Battle Royal. Um, number one contendership, but that there's the history there. But it, you're not going to have push Archer that quickly because you didn't even let him win the TNT Championship. So what are you going to do? Speaking of the TNT Championship, a Mister Brody Lee defended against a Dustin Reynolds, formerly known as Gold Dust from the WWE days, in a pretty decent match. It was a little bit hard hitting. I'm um, kind of over the Dark Order. I think it's because it has a lot of flaws into it, but if you're going to build them as a complete faction, then maybe they should have been the ones to take the tag team championships off of Omega and Hangman Page instead of FTR. It's just about that booking, because if you're going to say we're the best of the best, then you give them all the gold, and you watch them break apart in and of itself. Speaking of which, I think we're going to get the Omega and Hangman Page um, match eventually. The breakup's kind of awkward, because Kenny's like saying, hey, I've had my time as a tag team guy. Now I want to pursue my singles title. And then Hangman Page playing the ultimate baby, role, baby face role is basically saying, we can get it back. We can do this. He's going to be that guy that kind of appeals to your senses, appeals to your sensibilities, appeals to your soul, and we expect fully Kenny Omega to break his spirit. Because why? If MJF doesn't win the championship off of Moxley, which he should, as I mentioned a couple episodes ago, because you got to kind of let the new New Blood come in, have the first real bread and buttered from AEW win that gold as opposed to two former WWE cast-offs and you know all the other guys who have challenged it have kind of been cast-offs have they not Cody was a WWE cast-off Brody Lee was a WWE cast-off Jake Hager was a WWE cast-off the only person who was a non-WWE cast-off was Brian Cage but he came over from Impact and he was kind of a big deal over there so we knew him and he's also managed by a former WWE cast-off Taz so what are we doing there Instead, um, if we're not going to do MJF, the win and out, then we're going to do Kenny Omega, and it kind of brings their story full circle because remember, the first thing that Moxley did when he assigned at their pay per view is basically murder Kenny Omega. So there's little things that Charles likes in long term storytelling. Young Bucks are turning heel. Let's see what happens there. You're disassembling the elite. They had a great match at Revolution with the Bucks versus Hangman and Omega, so there was already kind of seeds being stowed there. But eventually it's going to lead to Young Bucks versus FTR. And then I think FTR will hold those belts for a while until Jurassic Express gets their job going, and then they end up winning. They released the season pass thing. I think that's because they're starting to bring in live people. I want to risk it, but that's The Jaguars are selling the tickets. So Yeah, well, you know, hey, think about it. Season pass, football game, and wrestling, Charles is a little erect, guys. I can do that. Um, bringing on to other things, WWE, let's transition towards it. Ah, man, I really don't care about Raw. It's the same feuds over and over again. Why is Dominic Mysterio on my screen? He had a steel cage match with Seth Rollins. I don't care. The problem is, do you have enough talent? And that's why you're, if you don't, that's why we're getting all these repeat guys. Whatever, but SmackDown, whoo, that's your moneymaker right now. Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns, putting in great work. Number one contender is his cousin, Jay Uso. You know, they were a tag team. The Uso brothers, Jimmy and Jay. Jimmy had surgery. So for once, they're actually doing something with a tag member for a singles title that isn't a very kind of pushed into it the way they did with Kofi last year, which was organic. But this is just to further the relationship between Jay and Roman and can solidify Roman's heel turn. Roman, good guy for the longest time really doing some dirty tactics, and they had a tag team match where they a vented against Baron Corbin and Sheamus, and then Jay was doing everything to look good, trying to get the win, and then there's, there's swanky-ass Roman tagging himself in, spearing Sheamus, as you see on the screen, and stealing that win. That's good heel stuff. It almost makes me want to see a two-month feud out of it. I'm going to talk about Wobbly Walrus in a second. <laughs> That's what it's I'm gonna, like,
0: I was going to say, what what the it, hell happened? It, it's
1: gonna What the it,
0: hell it, happened?
1: It, it's going to make me want a two month feud out of it, which is amazing because Jay Uso, who I know is talented, I didn't know that they're that compelled because he came across as a very genuine, cool guy. Like I love that little segment two weeks ago when he's like, hey yo, let's get a stake up to the show. Um, but I'm about it. The triple threat match for the IC belt should be sexy. Sami Zayn coming back saying he's the IC champion and that C V took him out of it and he's a true champion. Jeff Hardy who is the champion you know, currently the champion doing Jeff Hardy things, and then you have um AJ Styles just being A.J. Styles. Look at Jay Uso just looking at his cousin, looking at that title, because this reminds me a little bit, I'm gonna go back to some wrestling history, this reminds me a little bit about Owen and Brett when they were fighting for the WWF championship back in the day. I believe it was they wrestled at WrestleMania, Owen won, Brett went on later that night to win the W championship, WWF championship, and then they met at SummerSlam and it was in the cage match, and you built this whole like animosity of I'm not the good brother, I'm the better brother, I'm the best heart. Here's the flip side, because they come from the Anoai tribe, there's a lot of talented wrestling in there, and instead, Roman's playing the Owen side of it, but now he has the title, and then Jay can get a little bit of good face. So let's talk about Wobbly Walrus, which just kind of reminds me of, um, if you guys ever seen the movie Tusk, Reminds me of uh, Justin Long's character. So Wobbly Walrus is basically a play off of Paul Heyman, who is now Roman Reigns' manager. Roman Reigns, remember, not too long ago, the Fiend was the champion. Roman came out of nowhere and that Triple Threat kicked the Fiend in the nuts, and then you know Spear Braun won the title. So I think the end game is obviously going to be the Fiend versus Roman. I think they're going to lead up to it in Hell in a Cell, which is supposed to be the most bloodbath of the matches, right? Do something with it. Bray is a creative mind. I thoroughly enjoy him. And I also enjoy this idea that they're pairing him with Alexa Bliss because The Fiend is like a cancer. It spreads and infects you. It changes you. It changed Daniel Bryan lightly. It changed The Miz lightly. Um, it, it changed Braun severely where he became a full-out bad guy. Now it's changed Alexa who is now breaking up her friendship with Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross wants a women's contender match against Bailey. Bailey, of course, betrayed Sasha Banks. So much stuff has happened since the last time we uh, talked uh, to you guys.
0: All right. Charles, there's 30 seconds left.
1: I got this. So, basically, we're not there yet in greatness of wrestling, but we're going to be hopefully real soon. And that's all I got for you this week.
0: Okay, so uh, from here on out, we're watching this heat game. They are up right now. What? I Oh, Jimmy freaking Butler.
1: I didn't watch it because I didn't want to jinx it. Because when we were down by 12, I took my eyes off oh, of it.
0: Oh, uh, man, Jimmy Butler and Derek Jeter, please have that baby together. I'm just saying.
1: Well, I, it... I I don't want to scare you, but you and I are on two different wavelengths, good buddy.
0: Oh, man. I, I, what right. the hell is happening to my feed? Come on. Not at this moment. But there, there's still plenty of time. The Heat just need one stop. Just one. One stop, Didn't... one miss from Boston. All right, we're this at commercials. Taco part. Bell showing off their nacho box, which I have... I'm I'm contemplating buying it oh yeah Andrew uh you're talking about KFC
2: uh yes they have fries now apparently
1: you guys didn't have their fries before
0: I thought they were no what those were wedges right that they had before those are potato wedges
1: no I've had their fries though
0: well they're I think these are brand new
2: they call them potato potato wedges Freddie
1: has tried the fries
2: these are like legit fries
1: I thought I had them. I'm, was I the test subject? Because you got to remember, I, I don't live by you guys. Well, so no, maybe.
2: All uh, we'll, right, uh, let's
0: put it on the screen here.
1: The secret recipe fries. All right, so they're fries, but a new flavor of fries, Freddie. Is that what you're telling me?
0: It's the fries, but using the, I guess, the 11 herbs and spices to oh, season je-
1: it. Jesus. Yeah. Like, it's probably like kissing Jesus. You know, it must be delicious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there they are. No, these are different than the potato wedges that they have.
1: I had pizza and wings for dinner, but now I kind of want them. They were
0: okay, according to Bu. Very salty. Yeah, yeah. I guess well, I can see that.
1: We know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the L, because I always <laughs> take the L when it comes to KFC. Even though I didn't try that other thing that they had, but I, I think it's because I was still cleaning out my my arteries from the uh, <laughs> Cheeto burger. <laughs> all right, so BU says he would recommend it. So it, let me ask you this, BU. Would you recommend it if it had, like, their summertime sweetness sauce, like their barbecue sauce, which is excellent? Because I couldn't what? see myself enjoying it dipping in ketchup if it's super salty.
2: Oh,
0: come on. What the hell just happened? There? For the heat. Are you watching it? Are, are Yeah,
1: I, I'm watching it. Ref's uh, just messing it all up. <laughs>
0: No, not at the end.
1: Well, it's it's payback
0: Was Was that a T? Lightning tie it up with 16 minutes left in the second period. Uh, Your feet is ahead of mine, Andrew. Oh Man, all right, well the heat need to stop here just to get possession back But well actually no Boston's gonna take it down to the wire and we go to OT hopefully then
1: Well, no because you know there's gonna be that BS foul but Kemba's been playing badly, so it's like, all right. You mean, want Kemba has been shot?
0: that good. Please
1: take him, let him take the last shot. Tatum, not so much. There you go. And goes,
0: miss. Okay, we got, we got overtime, and I just saw the lightning goal right now. That's hey, headman. what the, head you know what the man, benefit
1: wow. is though, is that Miami's had a couple of days of rest. I'm really hoping that Boston beat the holy hell of each other on this. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, hopefully a little oomph at the end for Miami.
1: Yeah, I, I, I guess what happened was the butler, you know, call him Alfred because he's worth every penny. Oh, trademark me, boys. Copyright it. <laughs> that was good.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. Freddy says Mountain Dew sweet lightning, though. Wait, 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 wait. What?
1: What? Hold on here. Freddy, wh- where is this? Mountain Dew. Is this part Street
0: of their hold on let's uh, let's take a look at the drinks.
1: Oh, is, do you guys remember LiveWire? Uh, because I love Duke LiveWire.
0: Sweet Lightning. There it is. KFC exclusive drink. Ah oh, shit.
1: Where's a, my next cheat day?
0: A sip created just for KFC, our first it, signature it, beverage. Is
1: uh, that Mountain Dew lemonade style? Because guys it
0: Yeah. Oh look at this. Uh, Mountain Dew' Street, uh, sweet lightning, and I guess that makes sense because the lightning just scored, was specifically made to complement our world-famous fried chicken. Mountain Dew and KFC both know how to do delicious flavors Cheech inspired, and honey.
1: By, <laughs>
0: <What>? <laughs>
1: inspired by their southern roots.
0: So grab your chicken and sip and transport your mouth to a lazy summer.
1: I'm basically, it's going to be like drinking a can of Slurm, and I'll just lose my teeth if I have two sips <laughs> of it.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was just like some sort of creature well, that was well, just it's gonna, spewing it out.
1: Well, we're taking the L sometime this weekend, boys. Oh, my goodness. I guess I guess that that will bring in a future discussion when I actually investigate it. But what's your favorite specialty item on a food place? I swear, sometimes mm. we should just call up the Food Network and be like, "Yo, ESPN's ignoring us. We talk about food a good quarter of the portion." Uh, on so uh,
0: on Instagram, I I separate it. I call it food goofs. Um okay specialized thing on a menu like what do you mean I mean because there's so many I mean there's exclusive there's, stuff it,
1: it is as it be Okay. even the stuff that Taco Bell's taken away from us because I mean that KFC Cheetos was great but my
0: brother-in-law is upset about the Mexican pizza going away
1: alright but real talk it's not like you guys ordered it you know I he ordered it
0: he ordered it he got that all the time at so, Taco Bell but here's the problem it's just nachos it really is, uh, but it's ta- you know Taco Bell has their flavor, they have their style, yeah. you know.
1: But them getting rid of the shredded chicken, it's a head scratcher because I mean, I mean,
0: Andrew found Dunkaroos. I mean,
1: yeah, yeah, that, that, and that one I was just oh, my, my,
0: my sponsor. Oh, oh, that would have been I a good one. Them. Did you buy him? I did.
1: Yeah, he, he showed us the picture. Oh, yeah, that's it.
0: right, that's right. So, is it as good as it had always been?
1: Oh, oh, damn it.
0: I or think... Did, or is it was it overhyped?
2: Or do you just I, remember it being better because you were a think, kid? I think that nostalgia added to the flavor, if that makes sense. Yeah.
1: So what's the thing that you would like to come back then, aside from Dunkaroos? Trash! All right.
2: Well, I'll say this. I mean, they're not bad. They're not bad. Yeah. It's just... I. I think, like I said, the nostalgia factor kind of added a mythical taste, if you will, to it. You know, we, and plus, I think also, you know, when you're, let's see, that's like, when you're like eight, seven, eight, nine, like I was back when those were a thing, you know, maybe your taste buds aren't as sophisticated or whatever. It's a bit more simplistic, mm-hmm. um, you know. Spaghetti and hot dogs is a gourmet meal. Uh, <laughs> but now we've we've upgraded to whatever. And I agree with B.U., Dunkaroos aren't trash. They're not bad. It's just they aren't like this mystical, power, all-powerful food that tastes incredible, that I had thought them to be, but again, I hadn't had them in 20 years. So it mm. was... I think it was more nostalgia talking than anything, but they're not bad. They're not bad. Did you
0: guys know that there's a Kool-Aid festival? I did not. So, I mean, but yeah. why? Uh,
2: uh, Wait, okay. hold on. Let's go. You said there's a Kool-Aid festival? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You should yeah. have said, oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, oh, yeah. so, uh, I was listening to the my the food podcast, Extra Napkins, that I listened to. So they did a Kool-Aid episode today. Um, a lot of nostalgia, uh, especially... Okay, so this is something I didn't know. Apparently, Kool-Aid, because I guess they were made like... It was made in like the 20s. I didn't know that. And Kool-Aid was like one of the first like American products that had a bilingual packaging, like had Spanish on theirs, which is why it kind of took a hold in Latin American communities. So if you're Latino and you like Kool-Aid, that's why. It's 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 something that was established early on. But apparently they have a festival, I think. I don't know where Kool-Aid is bottled or whatever the hell they, or where the powder is made. But uh, I think, I don't know if it's like Iowa or Nebraska, somewhere out there, they do a Kool-Aid festival. And apparently they have like a Kool-Aid Queen or like kinda like Miss America but for Kool-Aid. So that was that's that was a surprising thing for me to find out. Um and the funny thing is like instead of like a swimsuit contest, they should have like a like a contest where you bust through a wall and do your best, oh yeah.
1: So I mean not to make everybody sad, but if Chris Farley was still alive, we just shave his head and paint him red and he'd be live action Kool Aid man. We're in <laughs> green with that, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! See, kids, Chris Farley was on SNL. Damn, we fit that age. Yeah, no, that. Uh, oh, Jalen Brown, you're already. trash. All right. it's it's getting real up in here, gentlemen.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, come on, guys, let's do it.
1: Oh man, they're so I... close. Well, so the trash comment was because they tried to say Jimmy Butler fouled Jason Tatum with a push in the back. But Jason Tatum was pulling his best Meryl Streep for Academy Award-winning nominations and Academy Award-winning pictures because he was hardly pushed.
0: Wait, what, Freddy? Fried on. Jello?
1: I mean, it's from Texas, so. But wouldn't it just make Jello better? Because Jello, in of itself, unless it's a hot ass day, O.J. Crowder. Oh, they call a whistle. Fine. Oh, they got it. Oh man, here we Gentlemen. go. Gentlemen. All right. For- Everybody <laughs> keep talking about fatty foods because that's all about – because, you know, that Pat Riley diet is, like, ooh, you just eat one carrot and okay. one lettuce. Okay,
0: I didn't know how they did this fried jello, but I could get behind this.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, hell, yeah. That's like the uh, deep fried Oreos. Yeah, in Miami. Exactly. That was my first exposure, I was like, what is this greatness?
0: Oh, I can get behind this. Look at that.
1: Ooh, ooh. All right, it's getting crazy. I would eat that because, you know, what kind of, that's very uh, alluring because it looks like a little uh, raspberry popper. Or like mm-hmm. a little jelly popper. It's like a mini donut. And it turns out just to be jello.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's how I see it. Uh, come hey, on, Jay. It would probably
1: be soft enough.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. This is hard to do while you were watching this game at the same time. Yeah,
1: because these are the games that matter so much. Fast break? All right. You're ahead Gentleman. of me, too. Oh, am I? Yeah, well, you I, are I, ahead. Well, I'm standing
0: oh, no, up. No, that's like fine. Uh, I'm going off of you. I just saw Bam just slam it
1: right now. Yeah, so you're about four seconds on my delay, which is weird because I'm on my ESPN app, so I should definitely be the one that's delayed.
0: Well, I'm watching on ESPN as well. But, um, oh, okay. Yeah, that's the, uh, I guess the website. I don't know. It is what it is. It's, I, it's
1: I think internet. what, oh, son of a gun. No, oh, thank you, guy. All right. Oh, I'll, I'll take it. It was a tip-in. So I think and why that. it matters for this team is because people have not listened to our show for years where we said that the East is wide open. And when we say it's wide open, it's because it's the illusion that the top six teams could be the team representing the East in the NBA Finals. And here we have the Celtics. What, what, are, you, what are you calling that? All right, good. Uh, because you had the Heat were, what, five? And then the Celts were, what, three? Uh, so I think that's how the seating went up, yeah? I guess so. So, you know, there, there were two unlikely... No, be, no, no, no. Two was uh, uh, Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. So you have, like, the two, you know, lacking ones, you know, who, who didn't expect it there. And they, don't, they didn't take it seriously when Indiana swept. They didn't take it seriously when they beat the Bucs um, in five games. The whole thing, and I didn't take it seriously either. What am I saying, right? But I know you can make the whole thing about Giannis not being there. Well, you know what? Giannis wasn't injured for all five games. So forget your logic. So, there's a little bit of a personal agenda. Mind you, I don't want to be the team that makes it to the finals and lose, especially if it's against the LeBron Lakers, because the Clippers, there's no guarantee they're getting their buddies. You know, a little NBA talk as the commercial's coming in. I mean, game's our, our boy. Start. Yeah, our oh, boy. Denver. already
0: started, really, actually.
1: Yeah, the Denver Nuggets, they ain't dying. They're doing back to back game sevens. They're going to do it for, you know, the most bland. State in the NBA. No, Utah wins that out. Um, but Jamal Murray had to take a couple games off before he showed up. Basically, Paul Millsap's been carrying that team in there. Gary Harris has been doing some of that stuff. It matters. It matters a lot. And then it's just the Lakers the only one looking to But, you know, Microball, as the commercial's going on, Microball failed over in uh, Houston. Mike D'Antoni was like, I'm not coming back because he probably wanted more money. And there was, you know, the Rockets are like, no. No. <laughs> Ferretta's like, no way in hell because you can't go as far. Because lose, it worked in the regular season. It worked in that first round. But the minute you started getting that height of Davis and LeBron, and this is like a team that they're not as gifted. So Andrew's over happy. In oh, the Lightning score?
2: Yeah. It's 2-1. Right. My mic is muted because I, I'm, I'm – oh, no, they're reviewing it.
0: Wait, hold on. Are they? Hold on, let me see. Reviewing it. Uh, Why don't you slip that ball? Let's see.
1: How do you We're feel about Bam taking the ball out?
0: And pass. Score. All right. Pass it. Oh, so, I, I mean, was there a high stick from the tip end, maybe? Oh, I don't you know. know. Uh, I, I done wrong about it. I mean, there's no more offsides
2: challenge. Oh, they are reviewing it. Woo-hoo! And we got the rebound. Alright, boys. Charles
1: is in his... We're, uh, we're in the up. last
0: minute here for basketball.
1: So, I, I still think it's weird that Bam is starting to run the ball a little bit as, like, a big point power... For, oh, come on! Call the foul!
0: Now they swallow their whistles? Really?
1: Yeah. Because, I mean, that was pull arm on the right arm, dude. Oh, oh, drop it. There we go. Is that a timeout? Ooh.
0: Yeah, I think so. All right,
1: so this is what's frustrating about. Is it an off-size? Wall. Is that what they're
0: calling? I think that might it be. Yeah, so it is an off-size challenge, which is super risky. But I think, I mean, <laughs> if you're the light, if you're the Islanders, might as well go for it. Sheesh.
2: It was pretty cut and dry. Unfortunately, it was no,
0: wasn't no. even close. There it is. I see it. Okay. Oh oh. Is it kickball? <laughs> Charles's screams are making me antsy. Well, it, oh, a lot no, of that ju- is ju- way Kyrie. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, it, that's the call. Yeah. Uh, good on trots. That's that's what you got to do. On. Backs against the wall.
1: Oh, oof. 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 Oh, buddy.
0: All right, that's that's fine. You got control of the ball. Last possession, let's go.
1: Just let Jimmy get fouled and just end it like they did on last time in game two of the Bucks, and that's just a perfect shot. That's not even on Tyler. He was automatic, you know, going into his defensive scheme when he started jumping.
0: Yeah, I
1: mean he just had yeah. a shot, whatever. What yeah, Ty- Tyler was—he didn't even have that much separation. He knew how to lean forward. He thankfully he didn't swat him coming down.
0: Thank okay, The people that that didn't affect the goal.
1: Let's see. One point. All right. All right. Just you get 20 seconds left. You just give it to Jimmy, and if you lose, you lose. Just don't make him get a jumper. I'd rather have him just go for the rim and pray that they just kind of foul him. You really
0: think they'll give it to
1: Jimmy? All right, man. Goran, if Goran's out there, I didn't yeah, see him on the I'm, uh, the run back.
0: I'm, I'm, not, I'm thinking they'll use Jimmy as the decoy, but...
1: They're not having Kemba out there, so... No. Got some speed. All right, so it looks like Dragic is in there. Yeah, it got to be Goran. The Dragon knows he wants his last year to be good. He wants to be the last Dragon. And you know they're going to congest it a little bit because, I don't know. Let's just see. I'm not a coach. I know nothing. Real quickly, though, Francisco, who do you want to win between Denver and the Clippers in this last game?
0: Uh, I mean, part of me wants to see... The L.A. versus the L.A. matchup, even though I don't think the Clippers are even going to win that. Um, but the other part of me likes the small market, especially a team like Denver, to upset, quote-unquote, the Clippers. Uh, Denver's to, been to the get most get exciting
1: team. And I, that I think narrative, they get they've
0: kind of been building up to it. I think they stand a better shot against the Lakers compared to the Clippers, the way they're playing right now.
1: Oh, so. oh. That's a foul,
0: and it's did. Oh, Jimmy! Oh, Jimmy! I should, I
1: should be a coach. Get call it
0: in my belly.
1: Remember, call him Alfred because he's worth every penny. That's why he's the butler.
0: And offsides and offsides, right, B? I, I, look, I I get the whole annoyance behind it, but I mean, the, those are like you. If that happened against your team, then you would want the offsides review. Because then it's like, well, it should have been held back because he was over the blue line. He crossed the blue line before the puck got there. So it's not, you know, it goes both ways. You know, just like All the right. Saints with pass interference.
1: <laughs> well, you know, they'll yeah. cry about anything over there.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look at that guy. My God. Oh man. on the zoom. Okay. So, one more stop. Let's do this. So, who do the who do the Celtics draw this play for?
1: It's got to be Tatum or Brown.
0: Would, yeah.
1: Kemba, I think is sitting down to breathe, though you might need him even though he was doing kind of I mean, you'll bad. have
0: him there facilitating. That that's probably
1: and here's the thing, too. We're going to want you to take the step-back jumper. Go ahead. Or we're going to cover that paint so you don't do the same thing that we did.
0: And, and I, I think Boston would, I mean, at this point, hey, double overtime. Why not? So that's, yeah. what, they, that's what they're like, hey, yeah, at the very least.
1: Love how many overtimes there's been, too. Jesus. Mm. But I also would like the game just to be done. You yeah, know, no. that anxiety. I'm, I'm with
0: you there. <laughs> I'm with you there.
1: So here's the scary part. How many years of Jimmy can we actually get this high production? Because he's 31 now. His contract was for five uh, years.
0: I mean, if you put him... Mean, I'm just curious. Have, he,
1: keeps in, he keeps himself a good body. He hasn't really been injured, man. I
0: mean, the Heat... And remember, the Heat do miracles with guys that... Yeah, that, old men. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you have to right, wait
1: on he a wants maintenance them.
0: program. Oh!
3: Oh! What? Just happened.
1: Alright. Pepper needs some new shorts. Did you see that, Francisco?
0: I'm speechless.
1: Oh my god. Bam, give him money.
0: Give him uh, everything. Uh Bam Clean. Bam and Sixto Sanchez should have a baby together now.
1: Oh my god. He Bam said I'll break every finger on this hand before I let you go. Bam.
0: That was I mean, the
1: hardest block I've seen going that, for a dunk, that man. Was,
0: that was a throw-down dunk. Like, oh, okay, yeah. we got some fisticuffs between the Islanders and the Lightning. Here we go.
1: Oh, and Bam gets a uh, he Gets a foul? foul? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, damn, but it's okay.
0: It's... it's uh, he missed.
1: Yeah. Listen, he just had the greatest block I think I've ever seen. Because how often do you see a pure dunk with a high flyer? Yeah so I'm gonna give him that but make this next one but what the hell was that all right he made that one so that's fine you know they're gonna go for three they don't have the best three shooters they don't have the time
0: all right so that's
1: that's it that's 3 ah uh, chug chug-a-lug oh
0: don't foul him all right
1: to quote the Red Hot Chili Pepper, lug, man. My God.
0: Miami, right now. Okay, three more to go. Yeah.
1: What a damn block, dude.
0: Yeah, that's... I mean, look at... Sheesh, man. Are they reviewing the, the last few seconds? No,
1: no it's done.
0: He fell down on his own. That was... There's uh, no foul there. I haven't seen that in
1: a while. look at that block just denial
0: my goodness gracious
1: how's the uh, the lightning doing there, over there Andrew
0: I told you they had some, some a bit of fisticuffs going I mean these two oh. teams already fought so there's tensions are high which is great for hockey. my it's...
2: heart rate is going nuts my Fitbit is probably wondering what the hell is going on
0: you probably want yeah. to kill all the Islanders players at this moment. So.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, my Jimmy, goodness.
0: Jimmy, I love you. I love J- you, Jimmy.
1: He's James. He's James Butler. He's, call him Alfred Pennyworth because he's worth every penny. Oh, my
0: God. You need a shirt. We need to make shirts.
1: <laughs> Picture of his face. Oh, my goodness. Oh, well, ladies and gentlemen... You've heard the proverbial circle jerk.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm saying uh, If Andrew wants to stay on the line, I don't know if you guys are going to eat or something.
1: Yeah, getting... I, I I will be disconnecting. Okay. But... I,
0: want, I want to see the rest of the lightning game.
1: I, I will be in the chat, so no, for.
0: I'll, I'll be talking to myself for the rest of the night. <laughs> Which is what I do every night, anyway, so why not? Can please? Oh, my <laughs> okay well
1: Charles later gentlemen and those listening to the live stream y'all have a good night yeah good night everyone
0: uh you're not gonna you're not gonna stick around Andrew you're gonna go yeah,
2: I'm gonna go and
0: alrighty I'll okay to well watch. if everybody's going then I'm going to I'll watch it on my own take care everybody thanks for good watching night. the show uh and good luck to whoever answers that question for the Marlins pennant adios agree with that <laughs>